Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, there it is, Monday, the 23rd day of October 2023. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson. Good morning. Kyle is on the other side of the glass. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Feel free to use that to get in on the text machine. Anytime in the next four hours, you can stream us, get our podcast on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Give us a like, share, follow on social at Listen to the BS and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you don't mind. It's free at The Bailey Show. Lots of video, lots of hard work from Buddy, the videographer hmm. that is uh, put up there. So uh, more opportunities for $500 as a new week starts. It's the big fat bribe. You'll be listening for a specific song when you hear that song. You're going to be color 18, and you're going to win $500. We will have the opportunity this morning before 10 a.m. You just need to know what song it is, and I'll tell you that song next segment. That's making you listen even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Leno and Arsenio Hall will be in town at the venue. That's an odd pairing. I thought the same thing. But it's not. Right. It makes sense because they were daytime or nighttime talk hosts at the same time. But it does. Right. You know what I, I mean? that's a great pairing. Like It's going to bring out... Two different groups of people that want to come hear both of their comedy styles. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But I'm just, I, I think on paper. It looks kind of weird on paper. When I first saw it, I was like, does that say Arsenio Hall? And mm-hmm. not even because it's Arsenio Hall, Jalen. It's like, I didn't even know he was still doing comedy. Well, I didn't know Arsenio, <laughs> I guess, did stand-up. Yeah, yeah, he's actually yeah, I didn't hilarious. Know, yeah, I didn't know no. he did any of this. I had no I idea. Like, hmm, he's back comedic him? actor, sure. Mm-hmm. Nighttime talk host. So they'll be uh, at the venue December 2nd. At Thunder Valley. So we'll have passes for that about 8 o'clock. We'll do a round of generally speaking. You know, Arsenio Hall is one of those guys that I've always thought never got the due he deserves. No. Agreed. Never, ever got mm-hmm. the respect. That guy, what he did for late-night television, especially for the African-American community that sure. was not represented in late-night television or the artist that never got the opportunity, i.e. MC Hammer, to you know, showcase their skills. What that guy did for the entertainment business—I mean, for everybody. I mean, I'm not just like pinpointing the African American community, but I mean, I loved it. I it was must see TV mm-hmm. for me. Yes, every single show. I mean, he helps get a man elected president of yes. the United States of America. Well, here's the thing: people, I don't think really realize unless they're our age or older. Bailey is that Fox is a new network. Like, 1988, 89, Fox debuted. Like, Fox has not been, like, Fox, when you think Simpsons and Fox programming, uh, like, entertainment programming, mm-hmm. that's a that's a young network. So, they weren't established when an Arsenio is their nighttime host. Yeah, all they had was married with children. Right. And that's all they really had. And then they built an empire basically on the back of Arsenio. And you're right, he never really did get his due. You know, and it's, it's funny because he 
because of his representation for the African-American community in that late night time slot, especially for the artists. And it wasn't just for those that aren't familiar with the Arsenio Hall show from back in the day. It wasn't just black people that were on his show. He had everybody on the show, but he was there to represent a community that was not represented. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bill Clinton comes on when he's running for president of the United States of America, plays the saxophone with the shades. No one had ever seen that mm, right. from a candidate for president of the United States. It was there was this non-conservative kind of laid back. Stiffy. Chill. Yeah, like, oh, my God, these people mm-hmm. are real, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why... One of the reasons, the main reason, why Bill Clinton was always deemed as the first African American president. Yes, right. He was so cool, and Be- he had swag. Right, uh-huh. yeah, because he had, yeah, because he had swag, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And he goes on Arsenio to do it, but you know, and, and you look back now and you see how cheesy it was with the dog pound and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was so clever. Like it's when when any time passes, anybody in an in an art form medium, comedy especially, you know you. That, that comedy kind of passes by, just like genres of music, just like trends, just like fads, just mm-hmm. like foods, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at you know the 80s, hair metal. That was tough guy stuff in the 80s. Now you look back and you go, a bunch of dudes dressed like chicks with holes in their jeans <laughs> and bandanas around their thighs? Right. What the hell are you people thinking? Right. Right. So you don't get it when it it's happening, and you definitely don't get it after it's happened. Right. But with, uh, with these guys like Jay Leno, and, well, I'm not much of a Jay Leno guy, but like Letterman. Letter- yes. Letterman was brilliant, absolutely brilliant when it came to entertainment and comedy. <clears throat> and he comes from the broadcast background. Mm-hmm. And that's why is because he was a radio guy before he knew how to improv. And the difference is, and I always tell this to people uh, when it comes to um, having guests on a radio show, I always tell them, be the Letterman and not the Leno. And what that means is if you go to YouTube and you'll see the difference, you pull up a clip of Leno having a guest on his show and Letterman having a guest on his show. Leno is reading off the card, mm-hmm. not getting away from the card, just has to stay on the card, just question, I don't care. They could say, hey, look, I'm about to launch a nuclear attack on Tasmania. And, and he you, won't expound on it. No, and the next question is, so where did you get that tie? <laughs> What's going on with the tie? Not even paying attention. And, and broadcast, you know, people in radio that do that, they're just not good at what they do. Mm-hmm. They're not listening. The best talkers are better listeners. Letterman could go the entire segment talking about body language that the guests put off as soon as they sat down. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just throw all the questions away. And he was never afraid to make it weird or awkward or steer into that on TV. No. And that's for the best. You know, you know, when you think of the, the moments on late night television, you think from Letterman. You yes. think the Joaquin Phoenix, which was, I believe, a bit. Mm-hmm. You think of the um Glo- uh, uh, Glover. Um, no, Crispin Glover. Exactly. Crispin, Crispin Glover. Immediately my mind goes to Crispin, Crispin Glover. He was high on acid, and he came out on Letterman. And I can tell you, <laughs> that was real. Yeah, that was not a bit. Joaquin I, was a bit. I've had Crispin Glover on my show in the past for about an hour. And he was high? No, just weird. Just one of the strange, I don't want to call him weird, but just one of the strangest people you could ever possibly be around. It was a mental challenge for me to talk to him <laughs> yeah it now i'm weird talking about it, it <laughs> like what happened you're infected it, it, it was just it was it was like i was a little nervous going into it cuz i knew he was odd uh-huh uh so you kind of have to find your in right you have to find your in and once you find your in then you kind of live there and mm-hmm. then you can go off 
So I found my in with him pretty quickly. So it wasn't it wasn't too weird. Mm-hmm. But he was a strange guy. And then it got to the point where I got him to open up. I mean, I had this dude on for like an hour. And I got him to open up. And when he started to, started to open up, he almost sounded like a normal person. Oh. But he was like spilling it, man. He was just like about the Back to the Future stuff. You know who Crispin Glover even is? Mm-mm. Okay. Have, have you ever seen Back to the Future? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marty McFly's dad. George McFly. Oh, okay. The yeah, young I know version. who that is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess he was the old version. He was the old version, too. Yeah, I guess he's an old man. And then he was in he was never in any of the other ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But they referenced him in the second one with the right. pictures in the background, right. which pissed him off. And I think he even filed a lawsuit about that, too, or something like that. But anyway, uh, nonetheless, Jay Leno and Arsenio Hall. It'll be a fantastic show at the venue, Thunder Valley, December 2nd. We'll have those uh, passes, the the big fat bribe. I know a lot of you, according to social media, are very excited to hear uh, a little bit, or if not a lot of bit, about our weekend and Friday night going to Sacramento Scream Park. Nelson absolutely terrified. <laughs> to, not a bit. To go into haunted houses. So I don't, we're not going to have everything for you today, but we'll have little, little bits of it for you today. Little, little, little tidbits, little pieces, little snippets. Little snippets mm-hmm. Like, some of what Nelson had to say <laughs> during this 30 plus minute experience. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of beeps in that too. Uh, there yeah. Are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a be. lot of beeps. There are. He's a, he's a angry haunted houser. He was. And, and we're going through and you're like, stop cursing. We need the audio. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. Like, we'll fix it in post. You both were comedy. Well, I was worried like that they had maybe a child actor in there or something. That's on them. <laughs> it's not on them. That's on them. <laughs> See, this is how he gets. He does. He gets so angry. You're the most angry, oh, haunted house goer person I've ever met. Oh, my God. So I tried to stay clear of you. I was like, God, he's angry. He's, yeah. he's He must be from the South Pole. <laughs> he's an angry elf. He's an angry elf. <laughs> All right, you want to start us off? 916-909-0985. So a little bit from the haunted house. And uh, we actually had a date night afterwards. Uh, and uh, I don't think it really went well for everyone. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah, I totally would agree with that. All right, so we'll get you all that here in a minute. Hey. Show me the money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Prime. Starting a new week, opportunities, numerous opportunities for you to win $500 each and every day just by listening to this fine radio station. You're listening for a specific song each and every day. Like today, it would be the Black Keys Gold on the Ceiling. So when you hear that nifty tune, be caller 18 to 916-909-0985. Win yourself $500. Mm-hmm. That kind of sounds like disco. Disco? Mm-hmm. A little bit. They've got a little disco to them. It sounds like it. You want to move? On the ceiling. You want to shake a little bit? That's <laughs> <laughs> 624 a.m. <laughs> Uh, so yeah when you hear that be color 18 when you're still $500 I will tell you this that uh, the opportunity one of your opportunities will be with us before 10 a.m. as it is unless they change it each and every day so uh, and then later on after us you know well I mean that's like part of the gimmick right as we're telling you it's going to happen 
Right. So just you know, put up with us at least for the next couple of weeks. So you can win some cash. Why not? I wouldn't. I mean, I would. Mm-hmm. All right. So the black key is gold on the ceiling. <clears throat> All right. Um, the haunted house, Sacramento Screen Park. Let me say this first and foremost: is that uh, they were so accommodating, they were so hospitable. Yes. Denny and his entire crew. They are the nicest monsters. People and the monsters. <laughs> the monsters were the, awful, like, awful humans. No, here's the thing: is that so? Uh, like we, yes, we're new, right? Mm-hmm. So we've never been to Sacramento Screen Park. It's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a thing thing. So when they give us these tickets, I wish somebody would like. We could have a debriefing, mm. right? To so, know what it is. So somebody going on. or have us out there before we give away stuff because I, I if we would not have put together this bit for Nelson. I would have had no idea how awesome this place is. I mean, it is without a doubt one of the best haunted houses I've ever been to. The work, the art, the detail is so good. And the mm-hmm. acting is really good. I mean, this is stuff that you would see like at a theme park. Exactly. And some of the um, uh, props and things they use in there, I've seen on TV in real scary movies. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not just one haunted house. It's like three or four different haunted houses. Four of them. Four haunted houses that they separate that you go in and they come it's out. It's a different scene every time. Yeah, and you like take a breather mm-hmm. and then you just go through. But they were so good to us. And I, and I don't know how long this lasts, but when you leave, they don't give you a bag of Takis. They give you a box of Takis. An entire yeah. box of Takis. They hand you water. They hand you mm-hmm. drinks. they like... Here you go. This take this for the road. Yeah, non-alcoholic beer, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. I mean, it's like they th- they thank you for coming out. They've got food vendors out there. They've got merch that you can. And it's all like in they the parking lot of the shopping center. And something that we forgot to do. I'm gonna try to go back up there, but they give you they take your picture before you go in. We didn't get to see our picture. Oh, we though. forgot we to forgot. get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, are we gonna go back this weekend and take mm-hmm. our kids? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For we, sure. We t- we told Ariel that when she got back into town, she was like. Oh, great. Fun. Oh, well, Madison's excited because <laughs> right. her friends had told her that it wasn't that good and it wasn't scary. I'm like, oh, wrong. So, Nelson, uh, we, did this whole, we did this whole bit because Nelson is terrified of haunted houses. Mm-hmm. What did you learn, Nikki, out of this about going through with Nelson? Well, all of us. It was me, you, my wife. Yeah, so I learned that Nelson is definitely afraid of haunted houses. And because when Nelson is nervous or uncomfortable, he talks a lot. So the haunted house was no different. He talked the entire time as if he was trying to talk to himself out of being scared, but it didn't work. Mm-mm. I also learned that you were a bit more afraid of haunted houses than you let on as well. I I've, ended up having to switch positions with your wife because you hurt me a few times. Huh? It was dangerous. <laughs> um, and I learned that women are a lot less scary than men because me and Rachel were chilling and you two were acting a fool. I'm not scared. Mm. I get startled easily. However you want to put it, okay, I have the best video ever that I'm going to post of you being scared. And and I apologize for elbowing your breast. (laughs) Multiple times. But you got to ask yourself, was that my fault or your breast's fault? No, it was your (laughs) fault, okay? You were in front of me. Because those are some big mamas. No. All right? (laughs) Maybe Maybe they comforted me. Maybe that was nurturing to me. One of the last times you bumped into me, I almost fell. I felt like through the wall. And I was like, yeah, this is getting dangerous for me. We got to switch places. So it's going to take some time to put together all the audio to present it to you. We want to make sure that we give you the best possible uh, finished product as possible. The video is being worked on as we speak. We, The show's videographer, Buddy, uh, who's based out of Orlando, is, is, is working on that. But we do have some clips mm-hmm. of us going through. 
of Nelson at Sacramento Screen Park. Go ahead and give me H1. Why is this light here? To let people know I'm coming? I'm coming, you sons of (laughs) (laughs) That was the other thing. He was trying to call out everything before, and you're right. He was. He was doing that. (laughs) To try to psych himself out. And and, and to tell the the scary people, it's like, I know you're there, even if they weren't there. Mm -hmm. I know that door's going to open. I'm like, Nelson, it's not going to open. I can see it. It's like, (laughs) it's a prop. I don't know. It's glued shut. And almost every time he did that and thinking somebody was there, they weren't. And then when they were actually there, he didn't know they were there. Give me H2. I don't like this. Oh, mother (laughs) (laughs) Did you pull something? Did you say you had to use Ben Gay for the weekend? I pulled a muscle in my stomach and in my back from screaming. Like, I had to rub myself down. I'm, I'm not lying. I literally bought Ben Gay. Oh, I believe it. I, I believe it. I, I know you're to, not lying. I needed, to go into, I needed to go into rest mode. <laughs> when we got out, like, I posted some videos and some pictures over the weekend. If you go uh, to our social at Listen to the BS, you can see them. He's, like, covered in sweat. He is drenched. I'm surprised that he doesn't have pneumonia today. And he we was went, so wet. And we went out afterwards, which I'll have to get to later on in the show, but He's like, dude, I'm going to have to stop at a Walmart or something and get a shirt because I was sweating. He had this gray shirt on, which was for the worst choice of color, right? I had an undershirt, too, so I hoped the undershirt, but the problem was I had like a like a wife beater undershirt. So the sweat patches you saw were my shoulders where they were touching the, the overshirt. Material. Mm-hmm. The undershirt kept, because listen, the undershirt was soaked under the man boobs and on the roll. Like that thing was soaked, but the front of the, the overshirt was fine, except for where the skin was. Yeah, mm-hmm. when it went skin to skin. All right, give me H three. Go, you go. God, what the f- son of a bitch is the old lady again? They would keep circling back around. Yeah, and then you just yell at them. No, no, yeah, there's no. a lot of mo's. You made me think about Roman every time you did that. No, no. I'm like, what is he doing? And and Denny, who runs who runs the place, is is such a great sport, right? So he was following us through the haunted house, yeah. so he could laugh. So not only could he laugh, but he was also making sure he had his people setting up. He you know he tapped me on the shoulder and be like, come back. Uh huh. Oh yeah, and then all of a sudden, you guys are supposed to be protecting me, and there's somebody from behind. Mhm. Mm-hmm. All right, one last one, uh, at least for right now. H four. Okay. Profanity. Yeah, it was all profanity. Do you hear how loud his scream octave was? Don't no. don't take your children through a haunted house with Nelson. No, the language is horrible. Oh my god! And I kept saying to him, "I'm like, because I get uncomfortable when people use profanity in public for no reason, right? Like, I had a reason, but it was so much. Every other word. I don't know how he edited that audio. It was like you're getting paid to cuss. I was like, Nelson, you got it. You just shut up, you. You go. Don't tell me to stop cursing. I built a special button (laughs) so that I could go through and edit that audio and just be able to hit one button and edit out the swearing. Like, I had to learn how to computer program to make that easier. All right. uh, First round of headlines. We'll get you more of that, Um, especially this week when everything's done. (laughs) Uh, First round of headlines. Two big stories from today. What you got? I'm going to tell you why people walked out on Dave Chappelle and... Who 
who tore down a woman's house without permission? Yeah, that story's uh, remarkable. And the lady in question, uh, she'll join us here at the top of the hour, so in about 30 minutes. So first round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, first round of headlines, two big stories get you learned. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, 530-GOOD-AIR, best price, best service. That is guaranteed, Nikki D. Dave Chappelle's latest comedy rant has rubbed people the wrong way, H1. Towards the end of Dave's set, he spoke about Israel and Palestine, and he mostly had a lot of criticism for Israel and seemed to be backing Palestine. Uh, Dave Chappelle had a show Thursday in Boston and he went on a rant about what's going on with the war and uh, why who it was the fault of the Jews and plenty of people in the audience decided that it was starting to get a little bit dangerous in there. One audience member's account said I was sick. We were sick. I turned to my friends and wife and said I think it's time for us to go. He said after they walked out they met up with some other Jewish members who was there at this comedy show as well and he said never in his life had he felt so unsafe and fearful of what he was witnessing. Uh, Dave Chappelle is like the present-day George Carlin, right? Where, you know, there's comedy within the story, but definitely a heavy political message. Mm -hmm. He's also a devout Muslim. Right, exactly. And, I mean, without going into, you know, who's voting or who's rooting for whom, Mm -hmm. there is a strong, there is strong support for the Palestinian side of things from a lot of those with Black Lives Matter in the Muslim community, uh, which that was based off of. Yes. You know, so you, you get into that world when you start arguing sides, if you even want to argue sides. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, if not a week ago, all anybody could discuss with this whole thing was uh, the terrorist organization Hamas paraglide, parachuting uh, into the festival and just and murdering you know, people raping women, killing kids. I mean, it was horrible, right? Mm-hmm. So you have three sides to this. You have Israel, you have Palestine, you have Hamas, right? So as time has gone on, you have these innocent civilians that are Palestinian that are caught in the middle. And, it, you know, if you, if you don't dig into it, you just automatically assume that they're pro-Hamas. Right. So mm-hmm. Palestinians and Israelis have been arguing, fighting for years yes. over over land, you know, holy land. Uh, so then you add the, the, the terrorist organization and all these horrible things. Now it's OK. So the innocent people that are caught in between on both sides, mm-hmm. how do they get aid? How do they get help? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so it's this big, convoluted, gray, mucky area where it, it you know, it doesn't matter who you stick up for. You're a bad guy. Right. Somebody's going to be upset about your remarks, regardless of how you go about it. So to me, do you think he should just kind of steer clear of even talking about this right now? Because it's so new and fresh and and things are developing every day. It's his show, his microphone. He's an artist. He can say and do whatever he wants. You don't have to agree with him. If you don't, you get up and you walk out. Also, if you felt like you had a platform and someone was attacking your religion, would you would you kowtow to that? Would you back away from it or would you use that platform to kind of talk about? Well, I mean, I know this is his thing. He's going to do it every time. I just was wondering what your thoughts about yeah, him speaking out so soon about not, it. Not that I agree with what he's saying, but, you know, he does have the freedom if he wants to do and say that, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you know, that that's that's the thing, right? That That's what we argue about all the time is that's when you do get into freedom of speech. Freedom mm-hmm. of speech is 
not on Facebook and it's not on Twitter. Freedom of speech is at an event that people have paid money to come see you and you can say and do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, you get up and you walk out. But them saying that they felt like it was becoming an unsafe environment, that's the part that kind of made me wonder, like, is that the environment you want to create, though? I get you, like, insightful. Uh And I I agree with that. So then that goes on the artist of time and place, Mm -hmm. right? Is this the right room? Is this the right platform to do this? But- that's what Dave Chappelle does. You know, Dave Chappelle decides he wants to say and, and do whatever he wants at any time, and, and that's that's his thing. You know, so it's it, again, everything is there. There is no right and there is no wrong. It's all very what you think, mm-hmm. and you have to protect what you think. If you don't agree, then distance. Right? Oh, absolutely. You're, yeah. you're, you're not going to. You're not going to, with your opinion, change somebody else's mind. And and in this in this case, they took everybody's phone, so there's no proof of it. And his camp is saying he wasn't there. Dave Chappelle wasn't there. Yes, that's what they're saying. Wow. Even though um, his uh, tour schedule and everything shows that he was there, <laughs> Wait, he wasn't had, there. That's what his camp is saying that he wasn't even there. That's so they're oh, denying it. And you can't even prove he was because they took everybody's phones. Well, that's he's been doing that. For that's a while. that's very un Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah. The cop right. out like that. Now uh-huh. now that is a cop out. Uh huh. Like just own it and say, hey, look, this is this is what I this is what nah. I said. This is what I did. This is. You know, not feels like he needs to explain himself, explain himself, but don't say that you weren't there. He's saying he wasn't there. Somebody's going to get a picture of him there. <laughs> I guarantee right. somebody's going to see what happens. They, they're going to release security cam footage somewhere that he was there. Mm-hmm. All right, second story. A wrong address got a woman's house demolished. H2. Did you hire somebody to tear your house down next door to me that's been boarded up for about 15 years? And I said, um, no. A woman in Georgia named Suzanne Hodgson says that while she was on vacation, she got a call from her neighbor saying that somebody was over, you know, tearing down her home. And she's like, what's going on? So when the neighbor tried to go talk to the people, they got really nasty with her and basically told her to go away. So she sends one of her family members over who shows the paperwork like this is somebody's home. They own it. Why are you tearing it down? And then the construction company realized they were at the wrong address. So they just got in their cars and drove off. They left everything tore down, demolished. They haven't called this woman, issued an apology, told her how they're going to fix this or make it right. Nothing. S-U-S-A-N. Susan. Oh, okay. You said Suzanne. Oh, well, Susan. Susan. Susan, this Mm -hmm. woman. Bless your heart, right? Yes. She is old Georgia. I've already spoken with her. She's going to join the program here in about 15 uh, some odd minutes. And this story is even more to, there's more to it than what Nikki had in front of her. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, and, and just keep in mind that, and I'm sure it's the same in Sacramento anywhere, there's always old city money, right, where family runs deep. Mm-hmm. They have land from back in the day that's just passed through, mm-hmm. and it's it's yours, but it's you know, whatever. That's what this is. This is old Georgia money. There's a lot of old Georgia money. Like, you go just about anywhere, especially in North Georgia, it's Travis Tritt everywhere, you know, because of the Tritt family on streets and everything. I had no idea. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Tritt family. Oh, way old Georgia money. <laughs> so, with this woman, she's got something, not on that level, but something very similar. And this is on the south side. This is Lakewood. There's an amphitheater there. So it's technically Atlanta, but just south, like kind of where the airport is. And uh, and uh, her telling the story and that southern drawl <laughs> is, is phenomenal. But you feel bad for her. So uh, I'll let her tell the story in, in full here when we get back. 
but also uh, I've done something to hopefully help her and her situation out because this, by the way, I think I'm getting this right. If I remember what she said to me, this is not a brand new story. Like this didn't just happen. Yeah, no, 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 it did not. It happened like within the past month, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like three some odd weeks old and now they just don't know what to do. Can you imagine that? You have a house. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it was boarded up. It was, but she kept it up. Her, you know, she paid all of her money on it. Paid taxes. Yards clean, all of those things. And some company comes through and they demolish it. Mm-hmm. And you had no idea. All right, so we'll talk with Susan Hodgkins uh, if all goes well here when we get back. Hang on. I appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. There's Kyle on the other side of the glass. And our guest... It's had a rough last couple weeks. This story is uh, making its way from the lovely state of Georgia nationally, internationally, I say, by the end of today. Just because it's got every element of jaw-dropping. <laughs> this, uh, Yeah, right, Susan? It's, it's a jaw-dropping right. situation. So Susan Hodgson uh, is, 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 a, is a fine young southern woman that gets a call from a neighbor and uh, your neighbor tells you what, Susan? Um, she says, she asked me if I hired someone to tear my house down. And I said, no. She said, well, someone's up here just demolished the whole house. It's gone. And I was in shock. I was like, what? That just made no sense to me at all. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the first time I, like when I saw the headline of the story, I was like, oh, my God, I hope nobody was in the house. Right. Right. But that's not the Correct. case. Give us a little background on this house and 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 how you how you own it. Okay. Well, um, years ago, my husband had bought it, um, and then um, well, anyway, so he he bought it, and and we ended up giving it signing it over to his mother, and his mother it's in his mother's name now, and my husband's passed away twelve years ago, and um, and so she's eighty seven, and owns the whole street that we live on it's a dead-end street and so um we boarded it up after my husband passed away and it's just um we've kept it up you know we've kept the taxes paid on it the yards are cut and cleaned and everything and that's what blew my mind the most i'm like why would anybody come tear this house down when nothing's there's no reason for anybody to even be on the property you know right so, I'm blowing. <laughs> so the company, it's called We Call It, or You Call It, We Haul It, is the company in question that demolished Susan's house. Uh, and, it, it, and have you gotten any explanation why they picked your house? No, absolutely not of not anything. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. I gave them a whole month. I thought, well, let's give them a month and see if anybody reaches out to us. And then nothing. Were you Absolutely able to speak nothing. to and, anybody when you were calling? Uh, I've, I've called and left two messages, uh, not saying who I was, but just to ask, you know, about coming to tear down a house. And um, no one's responded or called me back. Okay, so the company, you call it, we haul it, has not responded to you in the last four weeks. But I heard that they said that they did reach out to you. No, they have not. At all. Zero, no communication. Zero, nothing. All right. Well, so what's the next step in this? Obviously, your house is done. Does insurance pay for this or what? Uh, no, we do not have insurance. We just had liability on it. Mm-hmm. 
but we have no insurance on it. We have nothing. Uh, there's no money to clean it up. No nothing. Wow. So we're just sitting here hoping something happens. Yeah. Um, hope he comes through and does the right thing and um, cleans his mess up. You know. Um, would you be like that'd be the right thing to do? Would, would you be okay with that if they they made the mistake? But you're like, that's fine. You know, let you know. Let bygones be bygones. Just clean the mess up, and we'll move forward. No harm, no foul. Would you be okay with that? Yes, as long as it's cleared, cleaned up, back to looking like a good piece of property, not just a rumble mess. You know. Oh, so you don't want them to build you a new house or pay you for your house if they demolish. You just want them to pick up all the stuff and take it away. Well, um, I don't know. Yeah, because I, mean, I yeah. think I'd want I mean, some comments. I mean, I do want it cleaned up. I definitely want it cleaned up. Yeah. I definitely want it cleaned up. There is a two-car garage on there that they didn't take down. Uh, I, if they, I mean, there's no sense in that sitting there with no house. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd want the whole lot just cleared off and fixed back up like it, you know, a vacant lot. But, you know, that's such a, that's, clean up what he took down. That, that's such like an old Southern mentality of mm-hmm. just being sweet and being yeah. like, you know what? It was a mistake. And just come yeah. and clean up your mess, young man. Yeah, no, no. Do the right thing. I, well, the right thing is paying you for the property. Right? Absolutely. Like yeah. the house. Was there anything inside of the house? Well, actually, there was. It was. I had an antique dresser that was my mother-in-law's when she got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's 87, and she was 18 when she got married, so 60 years ago. And I had it in the front room of the house, um, and and my intentions were to restore that for her one day, you know. And so that's totally demolished. The mirror, the antique mirror, everything is just gone. God, what do you do? I mean, that's what I was about to ask. Like, could you contact the state, or like, did you call the police? Like, are are any yeah. of them liable? What the police said? Uh, uh, the police said they just wrote a report. Uh, damaged property. That's it. How <laughs> say <saying> damaged <laughs> property? Gave me a police report, and I called code enforcer. They would say, "Thank goodness they." They were out the next day looking at the house. I never received anything from them, but I called to make sure they knew I did not tear that house down without permits. You know, that that wasn't me, um, that that was someone else that did that. You know, I'm trying to figure out what to do next. Uh-huh. Your your so neighbor they haven't given me a, a you know a ticket for it. <laughs> right. Your neighbor was the one that called you because you were on vacation when this took place. So when your yes. neighbor called you and asked you if you hired someone to tear your house down, you obviously said no. But did you did the well the neighbor of that house did that neighbor get any video footage of this happening? Oh yeah, she didn't get video, but she got lots of pictures of the trucks, the name of the trucks, the DOT numbers, the tag numbers. Which matter of fact, one of the tags on the trailer was expired, um, mm. and so um, you know and and got. She really didn't get pictures. She only got pictures of one of the workers. But um, and did you try yeah. to call them? Did you did you try to call you call it we haul it and say, hey, this is Susan. I mean, what's the deal, dude? What are you doing? Yeah. Well, uh, um, I, I didn't call and act like I was who I was. I just acted like I was someone else, uh-huh. you know, just to see if they would call me back, and then I could confront them. Uh-huh. But they never never called me back. Oh, they knew it was you. And they got nasty with your neighbor when she tried to stop him, right? 
Correct. They told her to uh, shut up. I'm saying it nicely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Own business. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they. I think they told her like to piss off or something. I mean. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, nerve. Uh, they're British rednecks or what? But it's, right. it's not really a Georgia thing to say. It's just kind of right. weird. I, I really, honestly, Susan, I like to always think that I've got some type of solution for every problem. But uh, and I know this has happened before, but I think the 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 gap in here is that you did not have homeowners insurance. So you, but still, there's some type of liability mm-hmm. with a company tearing down your house that wasn't hired to do so. So I know that uh, when we spoke prior to you coming on on the program, I asked you if you had an attorney and you said you had not gotten an attorney yet. And I'm surprised that you don't have a million attorneys as this story gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, I just saw uh, TMZ had put it up uh, that that they haven't been knocking your door down. So I gave Susan the number two, the one and the only Mad Dog Manny Aurora <laughs> with with Aurora Law, and this guy is the best of the best. He will get the job done for sure. Based out of Sandy Springs, Georgia, but you see this guy on national news all the time, mm-hmm. and he's a very good friend of mine and a very good friend of the program, and uh, spoke to Manny this morning, and he's uh, open to hearing what you have to say, so that number that I sent to you, make sure you reach out and, and get a sit down with Manny, okay? I sure will, and I appreciate everything y'all doing. Yeah, well, you know, I, I here's the thing. Obviously, we feel horrible for you because you sound like such a sweet woman, but it, I, I'm curious on what happens. I mean, not that I think – I mean, this is like the less than 1%, right? I, I, I've seen it happen before, you know, periodically mm-hmm. throughout time, but I've never actually, I think, talked to somebody that's had this happen to them, and I don't know what happens next. Yeah, I've never seen a story like this go on and nothing happens to the people that did it. I've always thought that a person makes a mistake, they right their wrongs, they fix it, not just completely blow you off. That's why they have insurance. That's what that's right. exactly what I that's that's what blows my mind the most is that there's I mean, he has absolutely said nothing to us, you know, about fixing the problem. Well, and that's that's a huge mistake. Is is I mean, this happened. I mean, this didn't just happen. When when, when did this actually take place? Uh, September the fifteenth, I believe it was. It was on a Friday. Okay, September the fifteenth, and we're just now hearing about it. Why? Because you decided to let the world know, or what? Well, yeah, because I, I gave them a month, and they nobody said anything. And then I thought, well, you know, now how am I going to clean this up? I don't get out there and let some up, you know, and this ain't right. You know, at, at first I thought they were targeting my, the senior citizen, you know, seeing that my mother-in-law was elderly and thought, well, I'll just take this property from her, you know, truthfully. And, um, and I thought, well, you know, what if this happened to other senior citizens too, you know? Mm-hmm. So would you go, I, you know, would you go to local just, news? Uh, yes. I went to local news yeah. and, uh, and they've been um, pretty good about keeping it out there, you know. So. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, hoping, you know that he he makes makes this right. Yeah, you know. He he should have. This company should have owned. I mean, it, it's not about owning it. You mm-hmm. did it. You did it. Like there's, there's <laughs> you're not going right. to get away with that. There's there's nothing you can deny. You demolished this woman's house. So a conversation and to have a continuous relationship with a person. 
is the smart move. Now you done pissed her off, mm-hmm. and right. she goes to the media, and the word gets out. You're the bad guy. She's the good person, and so uh, you know the the next is going to be you're going to be taken for more than probably what you would have been taken for if you would have been cool at the beginning. Right. You know. Correct. Yeah. Correct. All right. Well, so right. here's, <laughs> what, here's what I want to ask of you, Susan. Uh, let us know how the conversation goes with Mad Dog Manny, Aurora, okay? And uh, I'm going to text you here in a little bit. If you could send us the few of the pictures that okay. your neighbor took so we can post them on our social media, we'd appreciate okay. that, okay? Okay. Well, thank y'all so much. All right. We'll talk <laughs> soon, okay? All right. Y'all have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. 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 I she miss sounds hearing that. So sweet. I know. I miss hearing that almost every day. Homesick. I know a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, anyone listening right now has ever seen anything like this. I mean, it, very rarely am I shocked or I haven't seen something. Mm-hmm. You know, you you get kind of desensitized in this in this profession because every day something nutty happens and you talk about it and and it is what it is. But I, and I've like I said, I've seen stories like this before. I've just never talked to someone that's had it happen. So. I don't know what happens next. I, I'm assuming it's a pretty simple fix. She goes to Mad Dog Manny. Mm-hmm. They go to court. They win. Right. And their insurance, as Nelson pointed out, from the company has to pay for, I don't know, something. I mean, we're talking about Mad Dog Manny. I don't even think they're going to go to court. I think Manny's going to scare their pants off before that even happens, and they're just going to fix everything. Yeah. Mad, Mad Dog. <laughs> I know. Not gonna make it a I, I know those here in Sacramento aren't familiar with Mad Dog Manny Aurora, but you know he's. I, I've known the guy for you know ten years, and he's one of the best defense attorneys in the country. Yeah. Uh, but he also does other things other than the defense attorney. But I mean, you'll see. Sometimes you'll pop on CNN yeah, or just Fox. On CNN, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's 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 that guy. He's Mad Dog Manny Aurora. Mm. You know, he represented Ray Lewis back in the early 2000s. He's represented actually just about everybody in the NFL. Everybody. <laughs> uh, and a lot of big cases. And with all the craziness that's going on in Georgia right now, he's 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 in on that as well. All right. Have you uh, ever seen anything like this or have your two cents of somebody that it's happened to? You know, 916-909-0985. If not, we'll move forward. Uh, I gave some possible bad advice to an elderly man. What? Just trying to do good. Sometimes doing good isn't always good. <laughs> and I felt horrible afterwards. <laughs> and I couldn't find the guy in order to fix what I think was wrong. I can't imagine what that was. <laughs> so I'll tell you that story here in a minute. Hang on. It's another heads up. Uh, the Black Keys, Gold on the Ceiling. That's the song you're listening for, uh, for the big fat bribe. I have a tendency to leave fat out. Mm-hmm. Big fat bribe is the song you're listening for. When you don't hear that, leave the fat out. yeah, don't leave the fat out. Be caller 18 when you hear it. Uh, your first opportunity to win that $500 will happen before 10 a.m. Uh, numerous opportunities today as we start the second week of the big fat bribe. So if you're looking for cash, I'm sorry, you're looking for money, duckies, duckies, duckies. yes, geetuses, yes. Uh, before the holidays, this would be a good opportunity to do so. <clears throat> so I went into uh, the CVS, no, the Walgreens the other day. <laughs> and and I'm taking this medication. Uh, I'm not taking it for any issues. It's for it's actually for a supplement. It's a thyroid, but it has to be prescribed. But I'm taking mm-hmm. it because I'm on all these supplements with my testosterone maintenance, whatnot. I don't even know what it's called. And I went in to go pick it up. I, mean, I think I told you a story. And I found out, this is really wonky, that... 
with my insurance that I could only get it filled in person twice. And after that, they forced me to get it sent to my house or I have to go to a CVS, which is nowhere near my house. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting in this line that's like four people deep. And it's after the show. And I'm, you know, my OCD, I'm such a creature of habit. I'm like, after the show, straight home, take a nap, get my stuff done, blah, 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 blah. I don't want any, I want to be in and out. I'm sitting Mm -hmm. there. And of course, you know, if you go to a CVS or a Walgreens at, at, at the medication counter, at 11 o'clock in the afternoon, there's no one under the age of 80 No, that's waiting. And they love <laughs> to have conversations. <laughs> well, you know, my grandkid, you know, and it's like, oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, come on. So I'm waiting and waiting, and I made the mistake of going in there with a dip in my mouth. So I'm like, I'm going to be in and out. It's not going to be a big deal. I'm not going to have to spit. You didn't bring a spitter? No, I didn't bring a spitter because I thought I'd just be in and out and I could oh. hold it. Yeah. You know? So I walk in there, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And now I'm like... Two, one, one or two people deep. And I hear the lady at the counter who I've dealt with before. She's very, very nice. And she's, uh, the questions, it, it's not just a simple, hi, this is Jason Bailey. It's, there's more questions I'm going to, so it's like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this with all this dip spit in my mouth. So there's one more person in front of me. I'm like, I'll run outside real quick because I couldn't find a trash can. I know this is really gross, right? So uh, gross. This is what you get for hiring a guy from Georgia. Yeah. So I run outside. And I spit, I come back in, and by the time I come back in, now it's too deep. Oh, Oh, you lost your place in line. And there's this really, really old guy in front of me. I'm like, oh, my God. So he finally, we get up there, and I'm I'm savoring, and I get up, we get up, he gets up there, and he's asking questions. He goes, and he's just like, I just need something for my earache. Do you have something for my earache? I just need something for my ear. It hurts. And she goes, well, sir, uh, are you okay with taking something that's homeopathic? I don't care. Just tell me what to buy. <laughs> it was actually really funny. Mm-hmm. And so she walks around and shows them where to buy it. And the whole time I'm thinking of, dude, there's an at-home remedy for this, bro. Which is what? Because uh, I have a lot of ear problems, too. It's uh, it's it's vinegar. It's apple cider vinegar. Or what? Okay, so here's where the problem comes in. It's a vinegar. It's and, apple cider. Okay, I think, okay, so I thought it was white vinegar. Uh-huh. And I don't think that's the right answer because I remember when I was in high school, my mother didn't have medical insurance and I had an earache and she really didn't want to take me to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And she just kept saying, put, put vinegar in your, put it in. Anyway, so the guy gets up there, he goes and he looks for his homeopathic thing. He's checking out up front as I'm getting my gimmick here now in the back. And we walk out at the same time in front of the Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And I said, sir, you know, there's an easy way to fix that earache. And he says, really, what's that? And I said, uh, white vinegar. And he goes, really? Where'd you hear that? And I said, ah, it's just an old trick. You know, I learned when I was a kid. And he's like, well, I don't know why I bought this. I'll just use white vinegar. I'm going to go and buy white vinegar. I was like, all right. I, th- I don't know if he went back in or if he was going across the street to Safeway or whatnot. I was like, I felt really good about it. And I get in my car. I go, I don't know if I got the right vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> To your credit, though, I don't know that any of it is the right vinegar. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, man, what if I gave him the wrong vinegar and it's going to make this poor guy go deaf? No. <laughs> and you got to remember to tell him you got to mix it with water. You can't just pour the vinegar in there. That was the other thing is I forgot to tell him that. <laughs> well, I think that's part of why you use the apple cider vinegar because it's already diluted. It's not the full strength of regular vinegar. <laughs> so so I, I get in my car and I start my car and I start thinking about it. And I go, oh, man. 
I think I gave this man some bad advice. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. So I get on my phone and I'm Googling it, you know, and I see what Nelson just said. It's apple cider vinegar, but uh-huh. you have to dilute it. Right. And that was the thing that worried me was the dilution. Of it. I was like, because he's going to go home and do exactly how you told him to do it. So the guy, there's two different ways to get out of this parking lot. And he takes, so I see him going this way. This one way, just say a way a. Mm-hmm. So I f- I go to follow him, but then I lose him at the light, and I can never find him again. Oh! And I gotta tell you, Nikki, I felt so bad. I felt horrible. You know, like because everybody wants, like I was just trying to be helpful. Everybody wants to be helpful, mm-hmm. especially if you know something that uh-huh. obviously they don't know, and it's one of these life hack things. But when you think about it, and you're like, did I give the right information? Oh, like, do you go back <laughs> and you try to fix it? You know, I tried to go back and fix it, but the guy was so, you know, ninja-like, he just disappeared. That's one of the things I often try not to do. I try not to give out life hacks because most of the time, I don't know if they really work or not. I've given out some of the ones I've tried, but I remember that time I gave out the life hack about putting onion on your foot when you're sick. People (laughs) beat me up so bad about that. I'm like, I'm not telling people anymore on life hacks. I know, but there are plenty of people that believe that's a thing. Or to put Vicks Vapor Rub on your feet and put socks over it, and that's supposed to help you. Hold on for a second. So you're saying the onion on the feet is not a thing? It's a thing as much as you want to believe it's a thing. Well, It's a thing because <laughs> the, thing, the onion turns black and it pulls the toxins out. It is a fact that toxins come out of your feet. Are you saying that's not a fact? Uh, what I'm saying is that <laughs> if the onion is not pulling anything out. It's just reacting by, to the nastiness of the foot. By the way, PTSD of this conversation when we had it originally. Yes. <laughs> She yes. got destroyed. People were so angry. People were so angry because I had never heard of it before. And I'm like, Nikki, I don't think that's. It's I, real, though. I don't, it's real because people believe it's real. I was like, I don't think I don't think that's a thing. As Nikki. real as putting She's apple like, cider vinegar in. The, now, hold on for a second. The vinegar is real. Okay. I worked with somebody whose dad took vinegar baths. If you're feeling bad, you took a vinegar bath. Everything's apple cider vinegar. I don't know what people think is this magic cure-all of apple cider vinegar, but old people love using apple cider vinegar. You know what else it helps? <laughs> what? Acid reflux. <laughs> Put it in some orange Gatorade if you're, you know, it's better than milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true oh, story. God, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> so, like, so this, I, I, this is a mental, this one's a mental thing. <laughs> this one's not medical. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, every time I got sick, my grandmother and then my mother, would always make me cinnamon buttered toast, mm. cut properly, triangle, and uh, uh, orange juice with ginger ale in it. Oh. And that always, in my head. Made you feel better. Right. So I'm 48 now. Mm-hmm. And when I get sick, as we all know, guys are babies when we get sick. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we have a good woman around us to cater to our every need Mm-mm-mm. rachel bring that up she just knows and oh I, she'll make it for you and she'll Aww. make it for Aww. me but it, i'm telling you there's something to the cinnamon there's got to be something in the cinnamon there's something in the in the ginger ale it's in your mind now, i will give you that vitamin c they say to take large doses of vitamin c that's the orange juice there you go and ginger has natural properties that are Boom. anti-inflammatory Boom. ginger ale, i don't know though. about cinnamon well I'm trying to Come help. Come on him. now. I get real ginger ale. He didn't say ginger. He said ginger I ale. I get it squozen from the ginger <laughs> tree. <laughs> oh, so my ginger ale's not real, but your onions on your feet, way real. No, 
ginger ale is real, but it's not taking away anything from you she's being saying, sick because you have ginger in ginger ale. She's no. saying like it's oh, I know not what real she, ginger. No, no, no. I, no, I know what she's saying. She's saying my life hack mm-hmm. from Grandma, Graham, Evelyn, uh-huh. ain't real. No, but, you said it's not real. I said my onion thing is real. Well, I take that back. It's real. <laughs> I'm just agreeing no, with and, you. And nobody, by the way, the, the vapor on the chest. Real and the feet absolutely though? yes the, the feet on the feet yes the, the feet oh thing God. the onion thing not real you know who Come else on. did that Trudy no 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 if your feet are cold does your whole body not feel cold yes it does but if you put socks on how does the rest of your body feel instantly warm the feet matter <laughs> what does that have to do right with now? an onion because I'm telling him that your the rest of your body reacts to your feet as the foot goes so does the rest of the body apparently right. <laughs> so as the foot says uh huh. <laughs> Well, there is truth I was to that. It was heat leaked out of your head, but okay, now it's the foot. No, there is truth to that. Like you, a lot of like I've done a lot of acupuncture on the feet because there's so many pressure points yes. that go to death. But I don't know the, the onion. The, the, the feet's not the foot's not the question. It's the onion is the question. When you get sick again, you have to try it. Nobody will try it, but everybody wants to question. I mean, think about this, Nelson. You cry from your face, right? Mm-hmm. What else makes you cry? Onions. Onions. Okay, so why wouldn't <laughs> you want to make the sickness cry? There. That's the best argument I've heard for that. <laughs> that makes as much sense as you said. Well, they turn black. Put any vegetable in your socks and they will turn black. I don't believe so. Sweet potato won't. Yes, I bet it does. But it won't. I'll get, well, I don't have money for a sweet potato this week, but next week. <laughs> what do you do to an onion? Slice it. You peel it. You peel it. Mm-hmm. Who else is famous? Keenan Peel. They're black. <laughs> black feet. <laughs> wow. It was a stretch. The crying was better. It was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's key, by the way. I like I'm key. trying to help you make your argument. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sold that. yet? Keenan is on SNL. Key is Key and Peel. Yeah, Key. Key. I, well, I, they both are Key, so I just Yeah, say. well, they both are black, so I guess you're safe. Key yeah. and Key are both. <laughs> K and P is what I call them. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right, second round of, uh, so I'm sorry, Mr. Old Man, if I killed you with apple cider or uh-huh. white vinegar. Can't wait for that. Breaking yeah. news. I don't think he's he's gonna die. He just might be deaf, so he can't hear us no. talking to him right he now. He drowned because white vinegar. If you put it in your ear, drowns mm-hmm. you. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm gonna tell you the latest tell-all celebrity book and what popular meds are missing on shelves. All right, get you those two big stories from today. Get learned. Second round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Thanks once again to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Second round of headlines, Nikki. John Stamos has joined in with a tell-all book, H3. For the longest time when I was not sober, when I was fuzzy, I thought, I've done it all. I don't want, I wouldn't, I don't want to kill myself, but I didn't care if I died. What was I thinking? <clears throat> So Jesus, John Stamos. Yeah, so there's been a run of celebrities that have been putting out these books, tell all, and they are name dropping. Well, John Stamos has now been added to that list of celebrities. His book is coming out. If you if you would have told me is the name of his memoir, and he's done a few name drops in his book. The biggest one that people are talking about now is he's stating that Tony Danza 
cheated with his girlfriend, Terry Copley, back in the 80s. And he details how he caught them cheating. He's also talked about his babysitter molesting him. And in the clip you just heard um, him speaking about how at one point he wanted to kill himself because he felt like he'd already done everything he needed to do in life. Well, he didn't say he wanted to kill. I don't think you can put a memoir out if you're a celebrity without saying that you wanted to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always the catch, you know, of, uh, you know, to, to grab attention because of how bad your life is or mm-hmm. was for whatever reason usually has to deal with whatever you were addicted to at the time. But I guess in there, he he like literally walks in and Tony Danza's banging his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what he said. Saw their feet coming from under the cover. First, you know, he saw his car in the driveway. Like, how cool is that? I mean, not only that Tony Danza's banging your girlfriend, but John Stamos' girlfriend's getting banged by Tony Danza. Right. Like, who would not? I mean, that might be one of the coolest scenes ever. I don't think he felt that it was cool. Probably not. He was pretty hurt. I mean, you got <laughs> Uncle Jesse... And uh, I don't know what his boss? name. I was just saying. I guess we know who the boss is. Yeah, who uh, the boss? Uh, he was. Um, what was his damn name? Who was his name? And who's the oh, boss? Who's, I thought his name was Tony. Tony, yeah, Tony. His, his name, name was, was Tony. Tony. Yeah, Tony. And Tony, because uh, Alyssa, Alyssa Milano was uh, Sam, Samantha. Some, yeah, yeah, she was Sam. She was Sam. Samantha. But that, that's just a cool story. It's, like you shouldn't be upset about that. Tony Maselli. Tony Maselli. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of a neat story, right? I mean. In hindsight, it is, but at the time, it yeah. wasn't neat at all. <laughs> well, Afterwards, it could be like, oh, okay. Yeah, because what year did this happen? In the 80s. In the, okay, 80s. so in the 80s, yeah, it probably wasn't cool because John Stamos wasn't John Stamos, and Tony Danza wasn't Tony Danza. Mm-hmm. But well, now, Tony Danza would be Tony Danza by then. John Stamos wouldn't be John Stamos yet. Tony Danza would not have been Tony Danza Danza. You don't think? I mean, the who's, who's the, the boss? boss? 1984? Full House, I get, is not till like 90, right? 92? Yeah. So John Stamos is not quite John Stamos yet. Wasn't Tony Danza on Happy Days? I believe he was in Happy Days. I think he was, wasn't he? I think he was. And you go all the way, way back. He's old. So he'd been Tony Danza for a minute. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like I get you. He had a Porsche by the end, so he was something. The, like, well, he had a Porsche. If, if that's the bar, then who do do do? Oh, he was in Taxi. Taxi, that was it. Yeah, it was Taxi. It was Taxi, not, not mm-hmm. Happy Days. Happy Days was too far back. Mm-hmm. It was Taxi. Yeah. I don't know if you could, if you had a girlfriend and you could pick a celebrity, John Stamos. I don't want Tony Danza banging my right. old lady, but John Stamos, you go, what am I gonna do? Right. Stamos. Yeah, it, it, it's all because of stepbrothers. Uh, you go, well played, Stamos. Yeah, well played, Stamos. I mean, <laughs> like God made me choose. I had to have a celebrity bang my girlfriend who was John Stamos. Stamos. Yeah, <laughs> if you had to pick the two, yes. Who would oh. you rather go out and drink with, John Stamos or Tony Danza? Mm. Tony Danza. He Tony. seems like he'll be a lot more fun Tony. hanging out with. Tony Danza, yeah, probably. I'm going John Stamos. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. If you had to go to church, who would you go to church with, Tony Danza or John Stamos? Neither. <laughs> probably Stamos. <laughs> Back to Stamos Neither. there. I don't think there's a wrong answer that doesn't end with John Stamos. <laughs> Everything is a John Stamos. Do you want the next president of the United States? John Stamos. So I can see Stamos. Yeah. yeah. He can thank stepbrothers again. All right, second start. Have you ever wondered if your cold medicine really works? H4. Many cough syrups and pills and liquids have that ingredient, too, including Sudafed, Mucinex, Vicks, Allegra, and DayQuil. CVS plans to pull cold medications that contain phenylephrine from its share from its store shelves because it's determined that the decongestant in this medication does not work which is something i've been saying for a very long time which is why i take very little medicine because i've never felt like any of it works so cvs is going to begin to pull all those medicines just name in the clip off 
the shelves. Walgreens has said they're not sure yet, even though they do go by the FDA's recommendations and regulations. But as of now, they'll still be on the shelves. What's this stuff supposed to do? It doesn't do anything. It's supposed to be a decongestant, but it doesn't work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's supposed to be a decongestant. Mm-hmm. So what's is it in everything? It's in like the Sudafeds and the Tylenols and. But it um, makes you sleepy, right? I don't know if it makes you sleepy or not. See, I think that's the key to getting over a cold or anything. To just sleep, just sleep, which is what I do anyways. Right, I just drink some tea and I sleep. The medicine never works. Give me, give me a pill that's going to make <laughs> me sleep. Like if you were to ask me what the all-time prize that you could get me would be would be for me to take a nap for a month, like an entire month. If I could hibernate like a bear, you know, what is that? Anesthesia. Give yeah. me anesthesia for Christmas. Oh God. Okay, Michael. Just yeah, so uh, I can, just so I can sleep. You don't want to even stay sleep that long. You always want to be doing something. No, well, that's the problem is I can't. You get pretty close on Ambien. When I had my colonoscopy, man, oh, my God, I woke up, felt, so, I mean, just after I had a man get up in there, I felt <laughs> so good. <laughs> Afterwards, because of my nap, it was the best I've slept, and I think I, I can't even remember how long. But medicine's like that's why I want to go back and get another one soon. God, well, how many years are you supposed to get those? I, I think I'm good for like at least another 10. And you're gonna go early? I don't think it's 10, is that that's five? Well, I'm going every six months. God, I don't think they're gonna let you do that, not like they did with the COVID. Do whatever he pays for. I mean, insurance isn't gonna pay for it, but if he wants to spend a little coin on it, I got a guy. Of course oh you do. my god, of course you do. Call him Colin Carl. <laughs> Met him on Grinder. His Yelp reviews are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't tell you what happens when you're asleep, Uh but I gotta tell you, he can make you sleep. He makes you Yelp. All right, uh, December second, the venue, Thunder Valley, uh, Jay Leno and Arsenio Hall will be there. This is a really, really cool ticket. So if you'd like to go, 916-909-0985. I need two players. The game is called Generally Speaking, if you're not familiar. Nelson goes out, asks some generation-based questions to an individual. We'll get you their age and what generation they're a part of. X, boomer, Y, whatever. You, with the help from Nikki D, just have to yay or nay their answers. That's all you got to do. Yay or nay their answers. You get it right, you get a point. Not that point goes to the competition, but need some players. Two to be exact. 916-909-0985. We'll play Generally Speaking here next. Hang on. Hey, Boomer. Think you know your millennial stuff? Uh, pokey what? What about you, Gen Xer? Ready to drop some knowledge? Eh, bite me. It's time to play Generally Speaking on the BS. Hey, thanks for listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nick D. There's Nelson. There's Kyle. And we have passes for Jay Leno and Arsenio Hall. December 2nd at the venue, Thunder Valley. That's going to be a great show. How do we go? I think we just you know, let our boss know that we want to go and maybe we can get hooked up. Is that the pre- I believe the venue's got a website that we would just go to and we would buy those tickets. Is that the, is that protocol? I don't know, Nelson. You tell us what protocol is. <laughs> I don't know. I've tried to protocol a couple of times and it didn't go. Protocol here is a little bit different than how protocol normally is. Uh-huh. Let me just say that. Uh, Richard in Sacramento, how are you? Good morning. Doing fine. How are you? Good. you have a good weekend? Uh, yeah, pretty uneventful, so it was okay. Should have come over to my house. You could have laid some rocks out with me and my wife. That sounds fun, doesn't it? Oh, man. Damn, I missed that. I can't believe it. I know. You do favors for me like that, I'll tell you what the songs are for the Big Fat Bribe in advance. 
Hey, there's a deal. <laughs> uh, Angela in Oakley, good morning. Good morning. Angela was at my house, Richard. She was helping mm. me lay rock. She knows that she's listening for the Black Keys. Uh, I don't know. What's the Gold on the ceiling. ceiling. Gold on the ceiling. That's it, right? Okay. I, I told you that, Angela. Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. This is how the game works. It's called Generally Speaking. Nelson takes time out of his very, very busy day. He goes out, he talks to somebody, asks some simple questions. Now, Nikki D is going to help both of y'all out. You get it right, you get a point. If not, the point goes to your competition, and all you have to do is yay or nay their answer if they'll get it right or not. Do we both understand how this works? I understand. Excellent. All right, let's meet our generalist. Go ahead. What's your name? Ben Warhite. Ben, how old are you? I am 32 years old. 32 years old, that makes you a millennial. And what do you do for a living, Ben? Uh, I am a long-term substitute teacher, and I coach lacrosse, and I referee lacrosse, and they give me money sometimes. That's always good to be able to bring a paycheck home. Uh, Other than lacrosse, tell me something interesting about yourself. My family business growing up, uh, it's the only way we made money. It wasn't a side thing. It was the thing. was... um, we were autograph dealers. We bought, sold, and traded autographs for a living, uh, particularly Golden Age of Hollywood stuff. And uh, but but anybody, we had Winston Churchill, we had John Lennon. Uh, we didn't have this, but I saw Michelangelo once. That was kind of nuts. Um, yeah, that guy's a millennial, right? Mm-hmm. But he sounds so old school, like <laughs> he, he shouldn't he, be a millennial. And he wants to know why Nelson's talking to him in the bathroom stall. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little hollow, turns out. How did you fit under there, one? And then, two, why are you in here with me? All right. Uh, Richard, since you were first on the phone, you get the first question. Here we go. Generally speaking, A1. Who or what was Ma Bell? All right, Nikki D, who or what was Ma Bell? Definitely a boomer question. Ma Bell? Yeah. Uh, uh, Grandma on a TV show. That's what I would have guessed, right? (laughs) <laughs> no, it, it was the, the name of the telephone company back in the day. Yeah, oh, I thought that was Bell yeah. South. Well, Bell South yeah. hooked up with Ma Bell and okay. took <laughs> the rights that. from Ma Bell. Women didn't have rights back then, no. so <laughs> Bell took all the rights. Uh, all right, That's so t- telephone company is what we're looking for. Richard, yay or nay, that Ben, our generalist, the millennial, will know it. I would say nay based on the millennial thing, but he's a teacher and he sounded like a, like she said, a lot more mature. I think he's going to know it has something to do with the phone company. See, and I feel the same way you do. I want to say nay, but he seems just so old, like he worked at that phone company. <laughs> so I, I'm going to take a chance to say yay to I'm him. sure if this dude's listening, he's going, wow, thanks, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> Glad I could help you out with your stupid radio bit. All right, so we're locking in yay, correct? Locking in yay. All right, let's find out. A2. Ma Bell, the happiest cow in California. That would be the nickname for the telephone company. He said that so convincingly. He did. (laughs) I would have thought he was right if I didn't know the answer. All right, not getting off to a good start, Rich. That point goes to Angela. Angela, the board is yours. Here we go. Your question, B1. Go-Go Dancers made this article of clothing popular. All right, Nikki D. Go-Go Dancers made this article of clothing popular. A boomer question. Skirts. No. Belly shirts. No. Uh, shoes. Kinda. High heels. Kinda. Oh my Angela, do you know the answer? Boots? Yeah, go-go boots, of course. Oh, boots. 
Angela will, well, no, you don't get it right. You just, that's not how the game works. That's okay. We're all kind of learning here. Uh, ben, our generalist, yay or nay, will Ben, it's all about Ben, will Ben know go-go boots, yay or nay? No way. <laughs> not you, Rich. Angela, Sorry. I'm going to say nay. I don't think he's going to get go-go boots. No, no, I don't think he will. Okay, so locking in nay. Uh, all right, let's find out. B two. Uh, go go boots. High little miniskirt business. That's absolutely correct. Yep. Go go boots. He, gets he it. owns a miniskirt business. This guy, he do too much. You got more jobs than me. All right, it's a point apiece, tied up. So here we go, Rich. Your question, next one, C one. This computer company was known for its cow themed branding. Uh, Gen X question, Nikki D. This computer company was known for its cow-themed branding. Uh, computer M- MSN. No, no, the co- computer um, company. Like they made computers. Uh, Dell. <laughs> no, not Dell. Um, that that Acer company. No. Looking for Teat Tech. I don't even know what that is. Because it doesn't exist. Gateway Computer is what we're looking for. <laughs> Tech. <laughs> what is that? He made me look at the paper. <laughs> and I know I didn't write Teat Tech. <laughs> All right, Richard, Will. <laughs> I've, I've got no faith in this guy anymore, but I didn't know it either. I mean, you said Gateway. kind of kind of reminded me, but I'm going to say no. He doesn't know. I'm going to say nay as well. He's not going to get Gateway. No way. All right, okay, we're, yeah, we agree. Yeah, We agree on nay on Gateway Computer C2. Computer company? Oh, uh, Gateway. That's oh absolutely correct. What in the world? They used to actually have brick and mortar. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember Gateway. That was the first brand new desktop computer I'd ever seen taken out of the box from one of my fraternity brothers. Oh, nice. I was like, that's so cool. It's got a cow box. Yeah, yeah. The cow, they all came in cow boxes. Cow boxes. Are they, are they still around? No, 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 no. no. All right, Angela, 2-1. You guys haven't gotten any correct yet, uh, but that's okay because Angela is still winning here. Next question is yours for Generally Speaking, D1. Stir Crazy and Silver Streak were two of the four movies made by the legendary team of Gene Wilder and... Gen X question. Stir Crazy and Silver Streak were two of the four movies made by the legendary team of Gene Wilder and... Nikki D. I have no earthly idea. (laughs) I I don't even have a guess. Uh, uh, I don't know movie directors. Angela's competition before the game would know the answer. Yes. No, hold on for a second. The competition before the game, no one. Richard Pryor. Oh. Richard Pryor. Pryor. Angela will. Before the competition. Yeah, Richard Pryor. I get it prior to. No, that was yeah. the clue. Good, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, thank you. All right. Uh, will our generalist Ben, Angela, know Richard Pryor, uh, Pryor yay or nay? Yes. Yes, I'm going to say nay to this. If he knows Richard Pryor, I'm just throwing in my towel. Are you out on the blacktop for recess, Angela? <laughs> no, I just arrived to work. Oh, do you work on a recess blacktop? Do you do kickball no, for a living? Are you a professional tetherball teacher? Uh, all right, so yay or nay on Richard Pryor, Angela? Yes. Yes. Yay. All right, let's find out. D2. Oh, dang. Uh, oh, no. Mel Brooks. Actually, Richard oh, no. Pryor. <laughs> I knew he wasn't going to get that. I don't think we've ever gone through for no gets. <laughs> right. All right. Here we go. Uh, Richard, next one. We're all tied up to a piece. E1. Twist it. Pull it. What? 
Very millennial question. Twist it, pull it, what? Nikki D. Pop it. Say that again. Pop it. Nope. Twist it, pull it. Chantilly lace and a pretty face. She's not going to know him. There's not a chance she knows who him. Twist it, pull it. Push it. Pump it. Pump pump up the jam. Pump Pump it up. Pump it real good. No. No, that's salt and pepper. Bop it. Pump up the jam. Okay. But bump up the pump up the jam is not salt and pepper either. Nah, he said push it real good. That's salt and pepper. I was remixing. Okay. I think it was a little technotronic pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's bop it. Bop bop. Twist it, pull it, bop it. Richard, will our generalist Ben know bop it? Yay or nay? Oh, I knew it. He's known the ones I've known, except he screwed up the Richard Pryor one. Um, I say he'll know it. I'm going to say not, yay. I, I, I yeah, knew it. Okay. I just was messing up the P and the B. All right. Uh, okay. we, yeah. Yeah, don't ever yay. mess up the P and the B. No. <laughs> sometimes you grab. Sometimes you go for the P and you end up in the B and Ooh. people Ooh. look at you weird. <laughs> right? Oh, right. Lord. Yeah. You ever had that happen, Rich? You're going to like, grab the uh, P? No, and they... I'm going to say no on that. Okay. <laughs> I'll just say on the record. All right, no. so yay on Bop It. Let's find out, uh, E2. We would bop, we would twist, we would flick. Bop It. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah, we knew he knew that. All right, here's where we're at, Angela. It's 3-2. You've got two. Rich has got three. You got to get this right in order to stay in the game. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. F1. If someone tells you to catch these hands, what are they about to do? All right, it's a Gen Z question. If someone, Nikki D, tells you to catch these hands, what are they about to do? They're about to fight you. They're about to fight. Yes, Angela, this is it. This is big. Yay or nay on fight? Yay. Yay, he knows this for sure. Yay on fight, F2. You're finna get touched. Um, you're gonna you're gonna get popped. You're gonna get rocked. You're gonna get you know. Someone's gonna place their fist upon your face or something like that. That's perfect. I want this guy to read me a bedtime story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has an audio book voice. Uh-huh. All right. When we get down to the last question, for generally speaking, it's a musical question. Richard, if you get this right, you get the tickets for Leno and Arsenio Hall. If not, Angela will win. All right. Go ahead. G two. And I said, Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone. I'll be waiting. All that's left to do is run. I'll you be the prince and I'll be the princess. All right, Nikki, do you know what song that is? <laughs> no. <laughs> he has to have both, by the way. You have to have both. You have to have a song and the artist. And the artist, yes. Is it David Bowie? Yep. And? That's right. And what's the song name? Come on. Princess? Yes. No, not even close. Oh, man. Taylor Swift and Love Story. Uh-huh. All right, Richard, will our generalist Ben know Taylor Sl- uh, Swift and Love Story? Yay or nay for the win? Oh, this is tough. I-, I, knew, I knew the artist. I don't know the title, so I didn't know the title. He's a young dude. Uh, He's a millennial. Uh, D, I don't know. I'm thinking nay, but I don't know. You know what? I'm, I want to say nay, but this guy's going to come out of nowhere, be a Swifty fan, and know all the words. I would say yay. Right. Okay, he's a Tay-Tay guy. We'll say yay. He's a Tay-Tay guy. All right, so we're locking in yay for Taylor Swift love story, yes? Yes, yes. All right. If Rich gets this right, he gets I'm the so passes. Nervous. If not, Angela gets him. Let's find <laughs> out. G2. Baby, just say yes. Uh, 
Kelly Clarkson? Is it Taylor oh. Swift? Uh, uh, Swift. Swifty. Swift business. You're going to feel real sad. I don't know. Because you do know a line to the song. You just didn't know the name of the song. Mm-hmm. It is Taylor Swift. Love story. Oh! He said, baby, just say yes, which is the following line after it's a yeah. love story. That means, Angela, baby congratulations. You got tickets for Jay Leno or City Hall, December 2nd, the venue Thunder Valley. Woohoo! I knew it. I knew the uh, name of the song. <laughs> I'm sure you did. And I'm a lot older than my, than my, I mean, than the other player, too. All right. Well, Angela, go teach some stuff to the kids. All right. Make them learn something. Hang on. And then, Richard, thank you for listening. Try again tomorrow. We'll have more passes. You're a great player. You almost had it. All right. She's not, she's not older than me. I'm 62. Oh. No. She's 62 and a half. She's not old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> People believe anything. Teat tech. I will. Teat I will. Tech. All right, brother. All right, we'll talk soon. We'll see. Teat tech. That was good. You God. got me. You almost got me. He got me. I was like, oh, they had a, a cow computer called teats. That was clever. <laughs> it's. I come to work for that. <laughs> That's why I'm here every day. The internet has found out what the grossest thing a guy can possibly do is. I never realized it until I read this story. The thing is, is us guys don't think it's gross at all. Of course you don't. <laughs> we'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. I just noticed something on Nelson. I said, did you get shot this morning? It looks like he's got a bullet hole through his shirt. He gets all upset. He didn't even notice. Oh, darn it. No, it's a belly hole. Nah, it's 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 too... Uh... I'm telling you, it's my fat body is so wide, I catch it on things. And so that's why the hole is there. I'm sure I've caught it on the side of something because I'm so wide. Wide. I caught it on the countertop of some sort. Countertop. And you just didn't notice it or feel it. <laughs> no. It's fine. I only caught so many shirts to fit. It's early in the morning. No one sees it. It's very rock and roll. Oh, that's what he said. Yeah, it goes rock and roll. I go, I think that's pants you're supposed to have holes in. It's a new trend. It's the Nelson rock and roll trend. God. Have holes in your shirts. Nah, if you get holes in your shirts, man, it's rock and roll. That's what you are. All right. You can get away with that. You worked any other radio station, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Only this one. Because <laughs> we're so rock and roll. Right. <laughs> uh, the internet has decided what is probably the grossest thing a guy can do. And, you know, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm so guilty of this. And I'm not a gross person. Uh, and I don't really think it's gross. I kind of side with the dudes and their uh, rationing of uh, of why it's not gross. <laughs> And that's the yellowing of pillows. That is absolutely gross. I cannot stand when I see a man or a woman, but particularly men, that don't have pillowcases on their pillows. It's something I will call you out for immediately. I know, but you're going to get a yellowed pillow yeah. even if you don't, even if you have a pillowcase. Yeah, that, you throw it away. Okay, see, so here's the thing. is That's what women are saying, what you're saying, Nikki. Yes. But the guys, and I agree with them, is that it just means that you're getting a good sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, the oils from your head are comfortable. They're being drool. released. There's some drool involved? Yeah. No, uh, the, the, the yellow's coming from y- your head. You don't think there's any drool involved? No, you, can't, you don't get a yellow pillow this, from drool. You this a, says right here, literally says, from sweat, oil, drool, and wet hair. Well, I don't know if I agree with the, the drool. I agree with the drool. Absolutely. I for sure agree with coming the drool. coming out of your mouth, ew. Well, okay, trying to tell me women don't drool when they sleep? 
women don't keep yellow pillows. So I switch my pillows <laughs> out probably every three to six months. That is a what? That yes. is a great T-shirt, by the way. W- women don't keep yellow pillows. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Dude, you would be a millionaire. <laughs> you buy new pillows. You won't even wash a pillow before you'll buy a new no, pillow. No, it's going to go in the trash and buy some more. Pillows are not that expensive oh, that you have to keep an old, worn out pillow or wash one. See, that's what my wife says. She's got to get rid of them. But, you know, guys, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? You know, the go to is always guys in their underwear. I mean, when mm-hmm. I met my wife 10 years ago, so I'd have been 38. I would have been, you know, I graduated college in 97, 90, yeah, 97. I still had some of the same underwear I had from college when I met her. That is ridiculous. <laughs> like, how do you even keep up with something that old for that long? Because they still fit. I mean, there might have been a slight hole, like, in the testicle area. Sure. Or a, a slight hole? Or by the, the waistband? Yeah, wherever you're, like, pulling at. That means you need to throw them away and get new ones. What are you guys against buying new things? Is why that what this is? Why do you need something new, though? Why do you want to walk around with holes in your clothes, it's not Nelson? like a little like, hole. Are you going to keep that shirt you, you have damn on? damn right. I, only, I told you I only got so many shirts that fit. Well, I'm just not going to wear it to work anymore. See, here's, here's the thought process, just so you know, is that nobody's seeing these underwear except for the person that you're sleeping with. Mm-hmm. And that's even a maybe if the lights are on. Right. And it, they're coming off anyway. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? You know, there's no guy, and if it is, it's really douchey, that's parading around a lit room before you have sex in your underwear. No. When I was a child, too young to even know what it meant, but it was embedded in my brain, my grandmother told me over and over again, two things you don't do is walk out of the house with bad underwear or a bad bra. Because guess what? You might get in a car accident and they have to take your clothes off and you don't want somebody seeing you with nasty, holy, dirty, unmatching underclothes on. Do you really think that the ambulance worker is going to not save your life because you have an ugly bra on? No, but my grandmother would be extremely upset with me if I went somewhere with holy underwear. So I always kept that in the back of my mind. I never keep holy underwear. Just they easy. go in the trash. I thought you were a church-going girl, though. Mm-hmm. I am. What does that have to do with anything? Aren't all of your underwear holy? <laughs> Not that type of holy with holes in them. My child. <laughs> Please. By the grace of me, don't dispose of your holy underwear. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> no, that is incorrect. You dispose of those underwear. You know, well, if you quote Haynes 314. Quote Haynes 314. <laughs> oh it would say, Thou shalt not be with holes. Thou shalt keep the wear of under for as long as thou no. shalt live. <laughs> I appreciate you doing this list, but I don't have time to get into it. It's You're actually right. very interesting. Mm-hmm. Other things that they find gross about us. Yeah. God, you guys are very judgy. No, yeah. we're not judgy. You all are judgy, which is one of the things on the list that women don't like about men. You all's hygiene is not the best of all. And it's just other things y'all do that's annoying. It's amazing. We still keep getting laid. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> y'all keep still coming back. I know. Must be something we're doing right. Yeah. Pipe. What was that? Did you say pipe? I said pipe. Like as in penis? Yes. Oh, That's wow. That's what you're doing right. 
Way to step up to the plate, Nikki, dude. <laughs> what? I'm I don't like that. <laughs> you said it's something you're doing right. I was just letting you know. Not something a guy should say, right? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Look at that dude coming out of nowhere. <laughs> We're talking about sports right now. We're talking about sports right now. We're talking about pipe right now. No. God, that dirty girl over there. Jeez. No, I was just answering your question. Keep those holy underwear and those yellow pills just as long as you still deliver that pipey plumber. <laughs> Sign Nikki D. He said pipe. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I didn't see that coming. No, nope. at all. I didn't yeah. see. I didn't see pipe coming from her mouth. No, nope. didn't have that on the bingo card. What's your today? mother think? If my, I know Mama D's listening She's on the other side. She'll text me in a second. I'm probably Nikki. like, oh my gosh, what'd you see there, Nikki? Nikki D, you and your pipes. <laughs> She's so conservative with sex. She doesn't like sex talk. You go home and you're like, Mom, let me tell you about some pipe that was laid last night. <laughs> She'll start screaming. GT got me all the way four states over. <laughs> Dude, he's talking about draining oil from Alaska. TT got it. All right. Uh, still listening for the Black Keys. Gold on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Somebody said I said it too fast. Mm. I just think you weren't paying attention. But when you hear that, be caller 18. We have yet to play it mm-hmm. for your $500. It's going to sound like disco. Big, fat, juicy bribe. All right. Also, uh, a more of a serious story here at the end of this hour on how today could have been totally different. And me and my extended family could have been a statistic because of a, not mass, but a shooting that took place where a family member was supposed to be there. Wait to hear that one. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who put Snoop on their track and what big changes are coming to the Kings. All right, get your third round of headlines here in just a minute. Hang- Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Third round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530-GOOD AIR. 530-GOOD-AIR. Nikki D. There's nothing better than Snoop on stage. H5. During a charity <laughs> show at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles on Saturday night, uh, stepbrother co-stars Will Ferrell and John C. Riley reunited and sang Boats and Holes with the one and only Snoop Dogg. They also did gin and juice with him, and because his birthday was Friday, they did a surprise at the end and brought out a birthday cake and sung happy birthday to him. But in true Snoop fashion, he goes up to his cake and starts to light a blunt with the candles. <laughs> well, it was wild. The, I think the big part of the story is that Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are on speaking terms again. Right. Because they had a falling out. Uh, Will Ferrell was promised the job on that Lakers show that they had on Max, right? Um, winning team, winning, you know what it is, Kyle? Winning time. Winning time, mm-hmm. which the first season was good. The second season, eh, it kind of ran its course. Uh, and I thought John C. Riley did a fantastic job of Bus, right? Um, Dr. Bus, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, but that was Will Ferrell's gig because oh. I th- was it Adam McKay? Uh, yeah, Adam McKay. Adam McKay is the, he's the director, writer, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had prom, and he's buddies with both of them because he's uh-huh. he's the brains behind Step Brothers and all that stuff. Well, that was Will Ferrell's writing partner, right? I thought they were buddies mm-hmm. from way back when, but then he aligned with John C. Riley for that gig. So, so the story goes, he got snaked and didn't know anything about it. So he was pissed off at both of them. Said, "I'm not talking to him again." That's why we have not seen a Step Brothers two. How many years did it go without talking? A long t- well, th- that came out. Well, it, I mean, twenty one. Yeah, so a couple, th- two, three-ish years. Oh, okay, okay. Two, so not three-ish like 10 years. or 15 years or nothing like that. But if we can see a Step Brothers 2, like very rarely am I in on a sequel mm-hmm. to something, but... You're in on that one. I'm in on that one. I mean, that would be phenomenal. Cause, I'd be in. Cause, yeah, because what they'd have to do is they'd have their kids of their own, and their kid, you know, that's how you spawn it <laughs> off, right? That's right. How, that's how you do that kind of thing. So that's pretty cool. And for Snoop Dogg, I mean, I know a guy's got a million lyrics in his head. I didn't think anyone knew the actual lyrics to Boats and Hoes. <laughs> Because we only see a small portion of it when, you know, they, they, they give the prestige worldwide presentation, you know. Well, they, and when they crash the boat, remember, they did the music video. Yeah, I understand that, but we don't hear the whole song. I didn't know there was a whole song. I just thought it was a portion of the song. Like, well, I, didn't, I didn't know the whole song was released. I'd I'm be- sure that on stage they only did whatever the hook that was given to them. You no, know, I think they did the like the the like Snoop Dogg was singing lyrics I had never heard before. He was, and he sounded great. Yeah, great. that guy's cool. Like, God just gave him cool like, when he was born. Hose, <laughs> he just said, "Dude, you're cool. We just <laughs> we're just gonna tee you up. You get through all the bad stuff. You're gonna have to go to trial. You, don't worry, I got you. But after that, it's smooth sailing. Just partner mm-hmm. up with Martha Stewart, mm-hmm. and you're cool. All right, second story. The Kings will be coming out this season with a new wardrobe, H6. I like these new uniforms. Yeah, they're great. Are we getting any purple ones? You haven't heard? The purple shortage? Purple shortage? Yeah. How do you think we power the beam anyways? The all-new Sacramento Kings uniforms. A lot more swagger, a lot less purple. The Sacramento Kings are celebrating the franchise 100-year anniversary in style. So shortly before Saturday's Fan Fest at Golden One Center, the Kings revealed their Nike City Edition uniforms for the 2023-24 season. And they look blue now. They're like blue, white, and gray, which I I had Kyle come in because I wanted to ask him, like, is this something that's going to happen the entire season? They're only going to wear these jerseys for, like, special games is purple totally going away no 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 they so they have a whole new uniform set that's the black the purple the white and this is a city edition so yeah they'll wear these on special nights and special mm-hmm. occasions i don't know exactly the is dates. it blue or is it royal blue it's royal blue it's royal a royal blue, blue. Yeah. royal blue so is when- which is a shade of purple is it it is but in the I picture, know that, it, it my, doesn't look that way. Those are my college football colors. So I've had this conversation before. Oh man, that's I, gonna that's gonna make my brain hurt. Yeah, <laughs> is royal blue a shade of purple? Oh god, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I guess. Ten, uh, ten o'clock. The insiders. ESPN thirteen twenty. <laughs> colors. Colors uh, with no. Kyle. <laughs> Today's color is no. Uh, so when they were the the Cincinnati Royals before they before they went to Kansas City and then uh, to to Sacramento. They had a royal blue, red, and white color scheme. That was their color scheme when they first came to Sacramento, and then they eventually transitioned to the more regal purple and black. It's also gotcha. called a new way to have people buy other jerseys. Right. Which, of the City Edition jerseys, the Kings is one of the like three or four best. The rest of them are garbage. They're so bad. As far as Kings jerseys? No, or just in the, the entire NBA? NBA-wide, NBA yeah. Oh. Every, every team has a City Edition that mm-hmm. Nike releases. 
if there's 30 of them, 26 of them are terrible. But does every team They're so bad. have a city anthem? Yes, they do. As good as this like one, though? I don't know why every... You big Young Zell guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's Young Zell. I don't know why every anthem has to be a rap song. Can, can somebody not do a rock song? We'll have somebody yeah. else the national anthem is not a rap song, huh? The national anthem is not a rap song. Mm. I'm talking about for sports teams, Kyle. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Colors with Kyle, anthems with Kyle. God, you got a whole string Colors, of books coming songs. Up. <laughs> well, you just have to Letters. have an artist. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle with Kyle. <laughs> you just have to have an artist of another genre make a song, and yeah. then you'll have it. All right. So, uh, on a more serious note, this is very disturbing. Today could have been totally different. Like I could have not been here. Uh, many of you probably would have liked that. But so uh, we get a little bit desensitized to what we see on television with shootings, mass shootings, school shootings, etc. When you're a degree, six degrees away, it hits a little bit differently. And I found out this weekend that I was almost one degree away from most likely losing a family member to a crazy person with a gun. And I'll tell you that story here in just a minute. Hang on. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson and Kyle on the other side of the glass. 916-909-0985. Still have yet to play the Big Fat Bribe song of the day. It is coming. We're here for about another hour, so I can promise you your first chance at $500 is coming here in the next 60 minutes. So when you hear the Black Keys gold on the ceiling, trust me, if you don't know the song, it's okay. It'll have a little soundy thing before it. You'll hear it. You'll know to be caller 18. We'll pick you up and give you $500. Uh, we live in a very desensitized world. You know that. I don't need to tell you that. That means you turn on the news, you go on your computer, you go on your phone, and uh, every other five minutes you see a shooting. Uh, hopefully you're not six degrees, five degrees, four degrees, three degrees, two degrees, one degrees away from that shooting. Unfortunately, I think it's very difficult for any of us not to be within six degrees of all these shootings that take place. Because they're happening so often now. Yeah, they're happening so often. You know, you're from, you've been, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the more that it happens and the closer we get, the more desensitized we become. And I can't, because I, I don't know, I've never experienced it firsthand. We're having someone loss of life that I know personally. I've come very close, you know, with the pulse shooter in Orlando I knew of, briefly knew some. Uh, the Vegas shooting, the country music show, my best friend was there dodging bullets. Uh, so that's pretty close. Thank God he survived. In that pole shooting, quite a few of my friends that I personally knew lost friends that were their friends in that shooting. So that's I think that's the closest one I came to. I, I bring this up because um, last Wednesday, all right, and I just found out about this over the weekend, in Sarasota County, Sarasota, Florida, which is just south of Tampa, I, for the most part, grew up there. My brother lives there, and his two kids, my niece and nephew, who I don't speak to very often. I wish I did, but I don't. We don't. Uh, but they live there. And my niece has uh, done good for herself. She's really, she's really made something out of her life. You know, she's very happy. She's in a relationship. She... Went to school, got schooling to become a veterinarian, and is a very, very good veterinarian there. Well, she had just recently taken a second job at a, uh, a business called Kind Vet, Sarasota Urgent Care. 
And last Wednesday evening, 38-year-old Morgan Kronstadt, a former employee, decided it was a good idea to go in there towards the end of the day, 5 p.m., and shoot up the joint. Um, She took responsibility of it on Facebook. She reported what she was about to do. She put it on their Facebook. And she went in there and she took someone's life, a woman's life, and then took her own life. And the since-deleted post, she claimed to be bipolar and said she was bullied at work, saying, quote-unquote, what is happening is solely based on my experience of bullying that has been at an all-time high recently. I'm telling you the story and giving you the setup because my niece just got hired there and was supposed to start that evening or the day after. And what happened? She ended up going in the... For some, I, I th- for some reason, either she wasn't there at the time. It was like one of those weird things. I was talking to my brother briefly about it last night on Facebook where she was to start on Thursday. Oh, okay. One of the two things. Um, from what I'm being told is that she was just a bad employee. You know, she was a bitch. And so her replacement was my niece. So can you imagine if my niece was there at the time of the shooting? And she might be the one that that lady shot. Been done. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Hands down, without any question. Uh, now, what really pisses me off about these stories is at the end of each one of these stories, they always put the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The Crisis Center provides free and confidential emotional support 24 hours a day, seven days a week to civilians and veterans. I think it's a great hotline. I've used it before to save someone's life on the radio. Uh, they do great, great work. But I think you need to pick and choose where you place these stories. I find it very disrespectful that they put this story or that information at the end of this story and make it seem like this person that willingly, knowingly, premeditatedly went in and shot up the place that this all could have been solved. And it was just a a, a mental breakdown. I feel so bad for this person if they weren't going through that. What about the person's life that was taken, and all they were trying to do was, was go make, make a living? I don't think that is saying that they felt bad for her. I think they're saying, look, if you have something wrong upstairs, call for help. Don't go out shooting people and killing people as an alternative. That's what I think it means or says. Yeah, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you run through the story, and there's not a lot of details. It's a very short story. I mean, obviously, I know more because of my relationship with this story, but you know, you, you skim through the story, you get through the pertinence, and then you get to that, and it's almost like we feel sorry for these people because they go and they do these things. You know, it's one thing if you've got a history of, mm-hmm. you've suffered from, not that it's, it, I'm not, let me rephrase that. It does make, make zero excuse for you to grab a gun. You know what you're doing when you grab a gun. I don't care what you say. You know what you're doing when you grab a gun, you load a gun, you take the safety off the gun, you you have one in the chamber, seven in the mag, and you point, you shoot. You know what you're doing. There's no one that's going to convince me that you don't. All right. This person went in there because they said that they were bullied. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Do something. Like, really? You There's no way that you can tell me you were bullied that bad to make you do something like this. I don't give adults a pass when they use the word bully, and that, that drives me absolutely nuts. Kids are bullied in school. They're young. They sometimes don't know how to handle themselves, don't know how to be out of those situations. But for me to hear adults say, I'm being bullied, 
that part is what drives me nuts. You're not being bullied as an adult. You have control of what's happening to you. If you're in a surrounding or a place where somebody's not treating you, quote unquote, fairly or the way that you like, there's something that you can do about it that does not require you to kill them. 38 years old. You Absolutely. You, you get past the bully statute of limitations, mm-hmm. I think. Right. It's not bullying at 38 at work. Right. I, I don't go for that at all. I don't either. I, I, you know, you're being bullied at a vet? Really? I mean, I mean, we all work with people that we may not like. They may say things or do things to us that we don't agree with, but I, I just don't call it bullying. Yeah, bullying is one of those words that's tossed around a little a bit too easily. A lot. You know, when someone doesn't agree, you know, trust me, I've had it thrown out about me. Bull in China shop. Bailey's a bully. What did I do to bully you? Oh, well, he asked me to do something differently. What? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's absurd. Mm-hmm. You're an adult. Have a conversation with somebody, you know. So that's how close this was. I mean, how, I mean, the, like, we're talking hours away. So this whole story could have been totally different. So did this incident, though, bring uh, you and your brother back speaking? Because I remember you said not too long ago you were trying to contact him when everything was going on with your mom and he wouldn't even respond to you. Um, well, no, he responded to me. Remember, he responded with, who's this? Oh, yeah. He didn't know who you were. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you want to know what he did? What'd he do? Okay. So this is a different state, different mentality. Florida's a lot different than California, but I still know there are folks that have the same mentality here. Uh, is he took uh, his daughter out to the range. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a real big gun guy. Got her gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she could protect herself. Yeah. So right now somebody's saying, oh, that's not the answer. You know, and, and, and you know what? I would love to believe that. I really would. I would love to believe that that's not the answer. But unfortunately, until there is an answer, that's the only answer. Yeah, I'm never against somebody learning how to properly use a gun to protect themselves. The downside to that is she probably still can't carry it to work inside of her job. Oh, no. Um, it's not illegal till you get caught, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I had this conversation. So my daughter just got back from the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. She went on a trip to, to go visit. That's where she, she wants to go after she's done here at the end of the year at Sierra Community College. She's very excited about this. Mm-hmm. Big school, SEC country, all that stuff. And she was going through the dorms and whatnot. And I had a talk with her after this. I said, you know what? If you're going to go that far away, you know, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to crush me. But if you're going to go and you're going to go do your thing, you know, I fully support everything you do, but you have to promise me. You have to get your 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 CCW. You have to get your uh, your concealed. Yeah, but she's not going to be able to have that on campus. If it's in a safe, you can. Really? Oh. I was shocked about Roll that. Tide. You know it's Alabama. You know you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I was shocked about that as well. That's very shocking. Well, that's why I say the the rules in the South are a little bit different. Yeah. Than the rules out west. So you're going to go take her and teach her and do all the stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that I'm the end-all know-all, so mm-hmm. I'll probably have somebody else there. Well, yeah, an instructor or something like that for sure. Yeah, you know, and 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 I hate, I, I just hate this conversation because I hate the mentality that's coming through your speakers right now. It's that, oh, well, you think that, like, I don't disagree with those that think opposite. I really, really don't. I'm a responsible fa- uh, firearm owner, and I'm I'm very much pro firearm. And I think that there need to be there needs to be changes in how people get firearms. You know, I don't mind what the state of California does. I mean, you have to jump through hoops of fire in order to get your concealed. But if that's what it takes to get the crazies, mm-hmm. to get the guns out of the crazies' hands, which will never happen, by the way. It won't. Then so be it. But even if it lowers it, 
then I will jump through those hoops of fire. I have no problem with that. Yeah. But it would be nice to have the conversation where we're not even talking about having to do this. Exactly. But unfortunately, we're at that place in life. And like you said, it's not changing and it's not changing anytime soon. Um, You got uh, Jackie, you got to put her on hold. Put her on hold. You're still got to put her on hold. Yeah. Okay. I want to take her real quick. So you're quiet over there, Nelson. I'm just taking it in. I don't want to say the wrong thing, and I'm kind of uh, processing all the information. I brought it up because I was waiting for you to disagree with just about everything I've said. I don't disagree with what you've said, though. I come from from another, a very southern-esque state in the Midwest where a stand-your-ground, I'm for it. I don't carry, I don't, I never pursued my concealed carry uh, because I'm a hothead. But what about the mental health aspect? I think that's what he's talking about. Uh. No, I'm I'm with him in that I'm with him in that it seems it seems uh, poor it's a poor job to put the suicide prevention hotline in because that's basically saying that that um, that that was her plan to begin with. To me, I think her plan was revenge. We don't know when she decided to take her own life. Hey, uh, quickly, is it Kiana? Yes, Kiana in Concord. What you got? So I worked emergency. I work. I was a veterinary technician for 15 years. And I worked emergency, which is crazy enough in its own self. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had 11 coworkers that I worked with at one time over those 15 years um, commit suicide. Jesus. It is rampant in the veterinary field, and it's not talked about because a lot of people see it as, oh, well, you know, you're in the veterinary field. It's all about money um, and stuff. And it's not. So a lot of mental health is an issue in it and then and that's everybody from assistants up to surgeons i had a surgeon who had committed suicide um that i used to work with yeah but can't, and, can't, let me just cut you off here kiana i, I understand and and and, and I, I i'm not disagreeing with you because in that line of work especially you know with all the, the horrible things that you see with animals and right. but this story is not about the, yeah. the 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 ups and downs of being a veterinarian it, the, this story yeah, is yeah. is about one girl that said she was bullied and decided to go in and take which is, a person's life. Which is another part of it. It's, you know, it's the whole nursing field. You, you know, for the majority, I hate to say it, like 90% of the people I work with were catty women. <laughs> yeah, but how many of those people that you talk about that were catty or depressed or took their own lives, unfortunately, took someone else's Innocent life. Yeah. Which Zero. Is, none. Which is which is wrong, you know, and right. that's the thing because you, you risk the, the yeah, it gets to that point where you get a yeah. person who's finally lost it, which is horrible, you right. know, and and I, I'm j- I just called in just for the whole, you know, suicide hotline, mainly not being it. Yeah, she was wrong for everything that she did. She shouldn't have done it. it that's absolutely horrible. That is the worst if this, in any if, Kiana, if this story was about your profession or the profession, and that's what it was based off of, statistics and, and percentages of how many people in the veterinary field that go through this, yes, I, I would say more power to them to put that. I just found it offensive that they put that at the end of this. It almost came across to me like we're supposed to be feel compassion for this lunatic, crazy bitch that went into this vet, veterinary place because she was bullied. Like, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That's my only point. All right. I got to run. Thank you for the phone call. Appreciate okay. you listening. By the way, uh, my brother, I commend him. And I told him this for doing what he did with his daughter. I said, said you 
Good for you. Good dad right there. Good dadding. Exactly. Teaching her how to take care of herself. And he also, he's actually listening right now. Um, he says, yes, she can carry it at work. Oh, okay. okay. Well, there you have it then. The Wild West has moved locations. Uh-huh. The Wild <laughs> East now? Yeah. <laughs> the Wild West is, has has gotten wheels and moved, uh-huh. to the moved south. locations Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. All right. $500, or as Nikki D would call them. Duckies. Duckies. Mm-hmm. On the line, we have yet to play the Black Keys, gold on the ceiling. I got a feeling that it's coming up here sooner than later. When you hear it, you be caller 18 to 916-909-0985, and we will give you 500 duckies or dollars, Mm -hmm. as some people call it. Duckies in the Nikki D world. Yes, it is. Dollars for the everybody else world. All right, give us a minute. Show me the money. All right. It's 98 Rocks, Big Fat Crime. That was the Black Keys. Gold on the ceiling. Thank God they say the title a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> you wouldn't have known the song? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big Black Keys guy, you know? But if I'm listening right now, I'm like, I'm going to win the $500. And God, thank you, Black Keys, for mm-hmm. saying gold on the ceiling like a million times. Gold on the ceiling. <laughs> All right. It's uh, 98 Rockets. The BS, what is your name? Hey, this is Rich. Hey, Rich, what's going on? <laughs> Not much. Just listening for some uh, songs this morning. Yeah, any song in particular? I think it was Golden on the Ceiling. Yeah, familiar with that song? You know, I didn't know the name exactly, but I, I love that song. So if I gave you $500 right now, that would probably be your most favorite song ever. It would definitely be my most favorite song ever. Okay, well, if I give you that $500, if I give you the $500, you have to call us back tomorrow and sing the entire song on the radio. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that. Trust me. Uh, Either way, my friend, congratulations, $500. Oh, fantastic. You guys rock. There you go. Rich is excited. Yeah, I like that. Heck yeah. We don't have to edit you or set you up or anything. So uh, what are you doing with the $500? Oh, we're going down to Legoland either later this year or early next year. So I'll take my uh, grandson, my daughter, and her uh, boyfriend. So it'll help go for that. Got to be honest. Didn't see that coming. I didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm selfish at times, but not always. Uh, You're a good man. Why, why, why does your number say private? Are you a celebrity or something? Why am I, I don't know. This is my home phone. I'm not on my cell, so I don't know. All right. All right. Sneaky, shouldn't sneaky, be blocked. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. All right. Mm. All right. Well, this echo is driving me nuts. I'm going to put you on hold. Congratulations. All right? Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, no. More opportunities. Listening for the Black Keys. Gold on the ceiling. $500. That's just today. Tomorrow we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Wednesday we'll do it again. Thursday we'll do it again. Friday we'll do it again. And the next week we'll do it again. We're going to be rolling in the dough. There is dough. Dough mm-hmm. is good. Dough. Yeah. Not the C word. Dough, duckies, geetuses, duckets. <laughs> yes. Right. What'd you say? I said right. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. Nelson's all freaked out lately. I don't know. I think every time, ever since I told him about the hole in his shirt, he's in a weird mood now. I know. He's not talking much. Would you like me to buy you a new shirt today? No. I will buy you a new shirt. I don't need a new shirt. I think you should buy one anyways. I could use some dough, though. You got a little dough you could slide my way because I'm <laughs> I'm kind of hurting. Oh, you're like the homeless guy that won't take food but just wants cash to get drugs. I don't want to get drugs. I'm six months sober. I gave this homeless guy food one day, and he went and threw it in the bushes almost right in front of my face. Wow. And I confronted him. I was pissed. And now we work with him. No. <laughs> 
Nelson needs my food. Thank God. You know, I forgot all about this. I have something for Nelson in my car. What? Well. You have money for me? Is it money? Do you have some money for me? (laughs) No, it's actually better than money. No, Ooh. I don't. Well, yes, it is better than money. Um, it'll blow your mind what I have for you. Can it, it also be money? No, it's, it's not money. Stop with the money. <laughs> I mean, I do do work for you, and I have yet to receive that. I just oh about what you're. I be, you know what I wrote down in my office. I was trying. It was I, I had it at home. I was seeing how long it would take for him to ask that question. Ask for his I've money. been waiting every day. I've been waiting for him to ask the question. I am now in a position where I have to ask it. Like Be- I was never going to I, ask. I do something that I don't have to do. No, he does not. And I and, and and really, it's kind of dick for him to ask me. But I have get I give him money to record some commercials and whatnot. I don't have to do that, and I give him more than way more than I should. You want to know why I asked today? Okay. And this is just after I said I got something in the car. I, know because <laughs> I still want to know what's in the car. That's why I leave that in the car. Because <laughs> I have to see if he's earned it. And today, he did not earn it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. I, I don't have time to look through your phone because Nikki uh-huh. wants to talk about our movie. No, I understand that. But I'm. it's not opening up. I'm negative $45 in my bank account today. So, like, that's the only reason I asked. I would have never asked that. He's so broke his app doesn't work. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's no lie. <laughs> it's like negative funds don't even open us up. Well, the good news is, is uh, you get paid on Friday. Uh huh. <laughs> but today's Monday. <laughs> right. How is that good news? Well, there's the light at the end of the <laughs> tunnel. Good news is the day was uh-huh. Thursday. When, all, when, when six transactions bounce and I get return check fees. And... <laughs> like, how is this all of a sudden my problem? It's not your problem. <laughs> like, why I'm like, asking for some help. Why do I? Fe- there's always my problem. It's not your problem. I pe- I fed you Friday night. And thank you for that. We and of course we went to a nice, you know. I didn't ask for any of that. I I know it was your. Partner in crime Thank over you. here. No. I should have never asked. Well, exactly. You should not have asked me. You should have just said, "We're going here. You guys can come or not." And then we would have just showed up. So after uh, the Sacramento Scream Park experience, which we will get to uh, later on this week when we have all the audio edited and Buddy, our videographer, has all the video edited. Uh, we played a little bit of Nelson, Mr. Scary Pants, going through the mm-hmm. absolutely amazing Sacramento Scream Park. This place is off the charts. You have to go to this place. Do you have those up real quick? I do right here. Just give me H5. Okay. Who's hiding in the smoke? Oh, f- this. That looks like a. F- <laughs> okay. He was so ridiculous. You got, you got to star the better ones. That one's, that one's good. <laughs> I got to star that one to play that one again. So I was like, afterwards, um, I, I asked them, uh, my wife was with us. I said, hey, do y'all, you know, we're getting ready to go see a movie. What's the movie we're going to see? Flowers. Flower, Killers, Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon, that new Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Robert De Niro film. Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm buying. I got dinner. I got everything. We'll, we'll go. So, so where do you want to go and eat? And Nikki just, boom, Eureka, out of the gates. And, you know, it's... it's, it's it, uh, because it was bringing us back on this side of town where we were also going to go to the movies. Right. You know, so, Burger King's over here, too, is all I'm saying. And, and I'm just giving you a hard time. It was, <laughs> he wouldn't have ate Burger King. No, you're, you're right. You know me. I, yes. It was actually very reasonably priced. It was very yes. reasonably priced. I'm just giving you a hard time. And, and, you know, my wife and I split food, so it's, you know, it's two for one. You split food, but then you got two gigantic salads. So it's like, I don't know how you got, you didn't really split anything. Like, you split an entree, but then you ordered two more entree salads. So, like, you guys aren't really saving any dough. Those are side salads. That salad you had was a side salad? That was not a side salad. No way. So, 
It was a full <laughs> that was salad. A full salad. <laughs> Hold on. You got it on the side, maybe. <laughs> Hold on. The idea. <laughs> the idea of splitting is what you were doing. No, no, no. Listen. The idea is to have a side salad. <sighs> okay. They brought us not side salad. Front salads. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> So you witnessed how it's not supposed to happen. Uh, okay. Okay. Is that that's what why. You ordered though. That's why my wife didn't finish hers because it was too big. Right. You know, which is the only time she hears that. <laughs> so usually it's a smaller salad. Yeah, but when you order it with the meat on it, it's not a small. It's not a side salad. But again, ahi tuna is not meat. It's then considered a protein. <laughs> but what you get a salad with protein. They're going to bring you a large salad. Thing? He said tuna's not meat. Okay. There's That's a di- what he said. I don't have time now because they constrict me with time here. <laughs> I don't have time to explain it. Okay. But it does make sense. Okay, you ate all of your salad, though. I will say that. And it looked delicious. I'm like, dang, maybe I should have got a salad. It was good. Now, the appetizer we normally don't do. Mm-hmm. But I did that for y'all. Okay. Because I figured you'd want some some appetizer. But he didn't need any of the tuna. He lot, doesn't need it. A lot of ahi tuna at this meal. Yeah, it was heavy on the tuna. Anyway, so we get done dinner, and we go see a 9 o'clock movie over at the Galleria in Roseville, Killers of the Flower Moon. This is based off of uh, the true story of the Osage Indians. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, they were about to close up shop when they found out that their land was on oil. <laughs> they struck it rich, and they got tons and tons of money. And then, just like every other movie, the white man comes in and takes advantage of them mm-hmm. and tries to steal all their yeah. money until then the federal government gets involved. Because remember, this was the day and age of the federal government did not have the reins on the people mm-hmm. like they do now. Right. Very good movie. Very, very good movie. So good that I could hear three chairs down, Nelson snoring out loud, two chairs down, Nikki snoring out loud. She got up three different times just to walk around because she was bored to death. She was coming back. And even told my wife, you know what? I'm going to pay Jason back for my ticket. I got to go. No, I I (laughs) wanted to leave. If I had bought my own ticket after the first 60 minutes, I would have been out of there. And I'm telling you right now, that is, number one, the longest movie I think I've watched in my entire life. very long. Very long. So When I sat down, Nelson shows me the screen and says, you know this movie's three and a half hours long. Uh, no, I did not know that. I would have not agreed to sit in a three and a half hour movie. I'm already tired and sleepy. Then I asked Rachel, I'm like, did you know this movie was three and a half hours long? She's like, no, I didn't know either. So I'm like, so nobody looked anything up about this movie. I didn't even know what the movie was. I was just going along because we all have not hung out in a long time. But that was one of the worst movie experiences of my entire life. Well, I did how- not like the movie. I did not like the length of the movies. I don't watch movies like that anymore for a particular reason. They make me angry. I don't watch Indian movies, slave movies. I don't watch any of those kind of movies. I was so mad. You did have a laugh out loud moment, though, in that movie. I don't remember which part it was. I was like, oh, here she goes. God help me. That- at, I was laughing at Nelson. I wasn't laughing at oh. the movie because he took, I gave him my popcorn because I was tired of eating oh it. Oh, my God. And he looks at me and says, how much salt did you put on here? Oh, yeah. And I said, just three packets. And he <laughs> okay. went crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> not she three packets on a bucket. <laughs> no, not on a bucket. Three packets on a uh, stadium-style plate of yeah. nachos. <laughs> yeah. it, it three was like, whole packets for 17 kernels of popcorn. It's like asking for fries at a t-ball game. <laughs> yeah. You know, those little 
Yeah. Are you part deer? It was like a salt lick. Like Nelson couldn't remove his clothes afterwards because his fingers were so bloated. Yeah, God, my lips got chapped. He still ate it. I did still eat it. She's not wrong. He could have used that popcorn to cure meat. Yeah, that's no lie. Oh, my God. So that was my laugh out loud moment. I like long movies because I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. No, you are not a sit still type of I am guy. in a movie. Like, I was very shocked that you sat there so like patiently for well, three and a half hours. Listen, his wife said to us, if you remember, minus the snoring, he cocked, clocked a little snooze in there. Oh, too. yeah, she did tell us that. I forgot. You yeah. Sleep too. I just, just a real quick one. There's <laughs> <laughs> a power nap in the middle. I just had to power nap. It was late. <laughs> you still didn't miss anything. Because that movie was so long. You get me on a Saturday, I don't need to do that. You get me on a Friday, I'm going to have to power right, nap. Right, because we've been up all day. Yeah. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. We got. I'm going to tell you what famous house is being sold in pieces and who returned $12,000 on the subway. All right, get you that here in just a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. You know what I want to do? What? I think I want to have a Mike Green contest. A What? Like the guy from sports radio? No, the guy that does our traffic. Oh. The way he says his name is so cool. Oh, okay. So you want to have a contest saying your name coolly? No, just everybody's got to call up and see if you can say it like he says it. Yeah, like him. Hello, I'm Mike Green. Mike Green. Have you ever heard the guy say it? Yeah, now that you say it out loud, it's like playing over and over in my head. I listened to the show just for that guy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Meanwhile, I have a tune-out factor that goes on in my brain. (laughs) All right, uh, what kind of factor? Tuna. Ahi tuna's not meat. A tuna factor? What, whose voice is what? <laughs> Ahi tuna's not meat. Uh, he got you. You got to drop. <laughs> I got to drop. <laughs> it's not the first, and it's definitely not the last. I learned what an anomaly was because of Finding Nemo. Can we put like a zing or a zang in front of it? So I know where the, like, you play it, and I look over at Nikki, I'm like, why are you saying the same thing you said last week? <laughs> Ahi tuna's not meat. But I'm going, why? I'm not saying that. <laughs> Oh, yes, no. you are. No, we are not. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Go ahead. Thousands of people bought Mickey Mantle's home, H7. The childhood home of Mickey Mantle. You could even peek inside of his old home. And check this out. You can actually see a bunch of dents on the side of this barn where Mickey spent a bunch of time practicing his hitting. That's a generation right there. That dude, whoever's talking, that is an entire pansy-ass generation. <laughs> you can see the depths on the side of the barber. He was hitting. Collectibles investment company Rally is using its fractional ownership model with real estate for the first time and plans to offer 47,000 shares of the childhood home that Mickey Mantle grew up in. That's cool. It is. And, and the way this works, something I've never heard before, it's like you can buy into it. It's not going to bring you any money. It's not going to be lucrative, but it's just, I guess, a cool thing to say you're a part of this. They're turning the house into a museum so people will actually get to go visit it. Well, this is just the same thing as me buying a star or being a lord of Scotland. They're going to sell me six inches of you get of Scottish a, land, a, yeah. a rhino in Africa. Yeah, like <laughs> you get a picture every once in a while, or some kid that gets a you buy a net so he doesn't get eaten by mosquitoes, and you just get one of those things yeah. from Sally Struthers, that fat ball, a fat ball guy. Send yeah. me a chunk of his house. No. Well, it, it's I, I'm it's kind of like the Green Bay Packers, the only NFL team that is owned by the people. 
It doesn't have an I didn't owner. Know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can buy stock. I don't know if you can in the anymore. Team? In the team, yeah. Hmm. Uh, which is, I think, pretty neat, right? What nobody wants to buy it, or they just leave it open to no, the it's people. Just, it's just how it's always been. I don't know the whole story. I'm not going to okay. pretend like I do, but th- th- it's just always been like that. In fact, when we were house shopping here in Sacramento, we went into uh, we're this one house we really liked in, in Folsom. And they were part owner. They had a certificate that, mm-hmm. not part owners, but, you know, whatever it is that you are, they had a certificate that said that they had a piece of that. And I was like, I've never seen that before. That's neat. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. All right, second start. Good Samaritans seem to live in New York. H8. Inside was $100 bills. He turned it over to police who realized the missing money had been reported a day earlier. Now, these are two separate stories. The audio you heard was $10,000 in cash that someone found in a subway in New York and turned it in. And the story I'm telling you about, a New York woman recently was on the subway and she had a book bag with $12,000 worth of cash in it. Now, she hasn't disclosed why she had that much money in a book bag, but she left it on the train and a, a man found the bag, turned it into lost and found. So when she went back the next day to report that she lost her bag, they had it because the man turned it in. She said not a single dollar was missing. I would have done the same thing if I found $12,000 in a book bag. I would have given all 8000 back to Lost and Found. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just had a book bag with $12,000 of cash in it at my house. Yeah. If Nelson found it, they'd know that he took money because they'd get back $12,000 minus $45. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. They can bring his account current. <laughs> I know we had just hundreds in this thing. No, no, we had a fifty. Who changed this stuff? Who changed out a hundred dollar bill? Just <laughs> nickels and stuff in the bottle. <laughs> uh, with an IOU, kind of like uh-huh. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's a big one. You're gonna want to keep that one. <laughs> All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, anything on the text machine? Feel free. Use the same number nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. You got something good. If not, roll some credits and get out of here for a rainy Monday. Give us a minute. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, Nikki D. There's Nelson. Big thanks to Kyle. He's off to go do a sportsy show. Jackie now filling in for the 9 o'clock, which we appreciate. Best performance ever of Boston. More than a feeling. Nelson, Nikki's not going to know this, is what? When? Oh, I, don't, I don't. Hold on. Three, two, one. I don't have it. What is it? <laughs> not sure. Damn, no. I'm getting PTSD from the Bailey Show Uncensored. Bo- uh, Boston did not do it. Who did it? Best cover. Oh, God dang it. Hold on. I'm not going to get it. Nirvana. They did more than a feeling? Because that's the thing. As people were saying that they, they stole the, the guitar riff. For more than a feeling for Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, I've never heard that before. Yeah, if you put them together, it's very, very similar. But, but I mean, I've never know. heard their version. Yeah. Well, no, they did it live. They were, they were, oh. they were screwing with the crowd. I got you. Go, if you YouTube it, you'll find it. Oh, I'm supposed to say something to you, Nikki. And I don't know if I say this to you, if it's offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. But, but who told you you're supposed to say this to me? Let's start there. My wife. Okay. So Rach... Said, say this to Nikki. Uh-huh. She'll get it and she'll think it's funny. I don't know what it means. Are you supposed to say it on air? Or is she supposed to say, I don't, say I, it to me off air? I, that's a great question. <laughs> it is not meat. <laughs> no, it's not that. Mm. I'm gonna I don't know. She just said to say it. So I'm okay. assuming, I mean she's radio trained. I'm okay. assuming she means on air. <laughs> if it's bad, will you tell me so we can dump it out? I will. <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
What is this? It's my intense music, my intense game show music. <laughs> is that what it's labeled as, Nelson? Uh-huh. Intense game, game show intense. <laughs> Would you prefer game show bright? I don't know. Because I don't know what this means. <laughs> okay, hold on. There's also uh, drama. Ooh. I think the music is going to make, make it worse. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Fair. That's fair. Okay. But I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do because okay. my wife said to me. Okay. okay. Nikki, you are thick. Okay. It's not offensive. Mm. Okay. What, did I say it right? She said that I wasn't saying it correctly. I think she put a play on your milkshake video that you posted last night, but I am thick, so that's, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So With I say, C's. so that's, but that's a compliment. That is a compliment, yes. Okay. <laughs> now, everybody might not take it that way. I do, though, so she's right. I will take it as a compliment. I think it's She funny. said it's a thing yeah. for women to say that they're thick. Yeah, it's two C's. Legal. Not quite that much of a struggle, but yes, we do consider ourselves thick. That is how I describe myself. If I'm talking about myself, absolutely. Okay, I, I, but I've got to, I've got to, the inflection, i got to blink thick. You're holding on to the thick. Well, because I just said thick the other night, last night. See, even that's, but that's wrong. I, I know. And then she goes, you're not saying it right. Like, so it was like WNBC. Yeah, a know? little bit. It's very much like that. So I'm sitting here for like 10 minutes, and then she brings my daughter in. Somewhere in the middle. Show him Nelson how to say it. Thick. I'm sorry? Thick. That's not how she said it. Yeah, that's how you say it, though, the way he's saying thick. it. Well, he's putting the emphasis on the on the TH. He's going thick. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. than a snicker. But see, my wife did it. Have the hotline. She was going thick. I mean, you can mm. emphasize it how you want, but how Nelson said it is how most people right, say for, it. For those who think that there's something wrong with us, like mm-hmm. we're red helmet, um, this I guess is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a thing a long time. Yeah. For oh, a while. Okay. See, that's how much in tune Not I am new. with the world. See, here's the Chick Fil A reference again. R- right. She sets me up every time. <laughs> <laughs> this, wo- this woman's just dying to go back to work. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how it came up. I think, oh, I think it had to do with my milk. Uh, so on Sunday nights, I don't eat dinner. She makes me a protein shake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because milkshakes are Bring protein all the shakes. boys to the yard. And yes. they bring all the boys to the yard. And that's all I'm, I'm about boys in my yard. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she brought it and she goes, this is a little bit extra thick. And I was like, okay. And I, didn't, I, I just thought she stuttered or something. And I was like, God, this is really thick. And she goes, no, it's thick. What is? Why do you keep saying it like that? Right. She goes, "Oh, you got to talk to Nikki. She'll know." I'm like, "No, it's seven thirty on a Sunday night. I'm not talking to Nikki about." <laughs> so we went back and forth, and she starts filming me saying it, and then brings my daughter in. They thought it was hilarious, and I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I saw your video. I felt like I was like in an old, old, old person's home, and people were That's making fun of me. That's how you looked in the video too. <laughs> You're in the bed with a jacket on with cover. I was trying to figure that out more than you saying thick, like. Why is he in a bed with covering a jacket? I was that guy in the you know the the incline <laughs> bed in the hallway with cookie crumbs on yeah. his chin. That's exactly what you look like. Peepees in my pants, struggling, sitting there going. Thick, 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 thick. Don't mind you were having a stroke. A yep, right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a broken Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> All right, uh, Mickey's up next. Uh, more opportunities for you to win $500. Big fat bribe. Listen for the black keys. Gold on the ceiling. When you hear that, be caller 18 to 916-909-0985. Best of luck to you. More opportunities with us tomorrow morning. Nikki, got anything? Get real ginger, not ale. Okay. Mm-hmm.
real ginger, not ale. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna beat that, Nelson. Uh, you know, I just want to remind people that I've always been down with the thickness. Thickness. Down thickness. with the thickness. Down thickness. with the thickness. <laughs> like I'm thick, baby. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Give us a like, share, follow on social media. Listen to the BS on YouTube at The Bailey Show. Get our podcast on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listen.